Welcome everybody to episode 161. More like 161. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> You're the one that threw this background together. Yeah, for those of you interested in the background today, when I was in Beijing uh, very late 2018, I filmed uh, in the Sunli Tuan area. Now, Sunli Tuan is the fancy area of Beijing. That's where foreigners all go. Foreigners that live in the city, they go there and they think that's what China is like. That's but right. But it's all like flashy shops, Apple stores and, you know... At it's night, not really China. No, not Let's at all. At night, they have these bars in the Sunli Tuan area, um, which have like open windows to the street. And I was kind of shocked to see this because, you know, in China, pornography is completely banned. And uh, it's supposed... So is, so is this. I mean, yes, but yeah. it's supposedly like a pure society, you know? Yeah. It's completely opposite. I've never seen so much uh, prostitution out in the open and... You know, that kind of thing. But on paper, by law, you know, it's all illegal. It's not supposed to be happening. There's no lewd acts allowed, all that kind of nonsense, right? But things are changing really, really quick. So in <laughs> yeah. our main uh, topic today, we're going to be talking about what China is doing, or at least theorizing, yeah. to deal with a current problem. And I just want people to always know that when we're talking about the Chinese government, mm. There's this fantasy around that they have this long plan and they always deal with the problems, you know, 25 years ahead of time. Sure. And the West is just so, you know, short-sighted. While China, they're playing the long game, It's right? the opposite. It's the opposite. China has knee-jerk reactions and they wait for a problem to boil over to the yeah. point where it's out of control. And now they finally realize that, holy crap, this demographic crisis, the fact that our population in a century is basically going to be halved. Mm-hmm. Before we even reach middle income status, right? So much worse off than Japan's whole demographic crisis. Yeah. We are not even going to get to a point where we can sustain ourselves anymore. They finally realize we, we better do something about this from a legal perspective. And of course, you can always guarantee them to be over heavy handed yeah. and unbelievably uh, authoritarian in their approach. And it's almost comical what they're coming up with. So we're going to be covering that in the main episode. Um. I'm still thinking about that freaking animal we just saw. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's this weird, I don't even know how to explain it, okay, but outside so I, the window. I grew up in this area almost my <laughs> yeah. whole life. Mm -hmm. We're a little bit south of there, mm -hmm. but there is this animal outside, and you managed to get a quick clip. Maybe we can post it on the subreddit or something. Yeah. But it's it looks like not a groundhog. Like it looks a badger? like a little badger or something, yeah. but I've never seen anything like it. It's so yeah. weird. It's this furry-ass thing running around <laughs> the grass. Yeah, we'll post it on the subreddit Maybe later. you guys know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's that's completely besides the point. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of things to cover today, and yeah. we might as well just get into it, right? Yeah, we will. We'll sound right into it. I just wanted to quickly finish with the background. So when I was there, and I saw this in the this very popular area, and you have to understand that certain parts of China, are certain things are allowed. Like in Beijing and Shanghai, things are allowed there that you can't have anywhere else. Like yeah, they you wouldn't can, be allowed yeah, elsewhere. Things like being able to get a, a motorcycle, like a Harley Davidson yeah, or yeah. something. You can it's actually privileged. yeah it's a privileged area you can get them and you're allowed to ride them around in that city but you can't do that in another no. city like shenzhen it's banned and you can't do it right i have a little little thing involved there um mm -hmm. right now to get a motorcycle license plate so just to register your motorcycle yeah, yeah. in shanghai it costs about at, at the bare minimum sixty thousand us dollars sixty thousand all the way up to a hundred thousand us dollars just for the registration yeah us they, dollars yeah, not that's RMD. how they get you that's yeah. how they get you anyway so i was kind of shocked to see on display these pole dancers uh in just out there on the street so yeah. that's why i whipped up my camera and filmed it i must have looked like quite the pervert i must tell you yeah that is what it is <laughs> but actually while i was filming them i was solicited by a bunch of pimps one after the other coming to try and uh, sell me 
prostitutes. But hey, you know, that's China. That's uh, Beijing capital city. You know, <laughs> that's what happens in yeah. in the same place where the CCP reigns. Yeah. Somebody, somebody mentioned, oh, the Wumao are going to report this because of the, the background or whatever. So you got to be careful. There's no nudity. Don't worry. And this is considered exercise. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even joking. Yeah, no, like, that's, that's how they, how get, they away get away with, with it. it. Yeah, in China, like, they oh, say it's, it's exercise. Exercise, yeah. It's not a joke. Yeah. They have like programs and like schools to learn this, and they're like, it's just for exercise. Just for exercise, yeah. <laughs> just it's, working out. Speaking yeah, just working out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's saunter right into it. We've got a lot to carry uh, to, to get over today. So let's start out with what's new. This is where we tell you what's new, specifically with regards to China. And let me just bring up our media pack here in the background. And we're going to start with something that's maybe just a little bit not so cool. Okay. A, li- <laughs> a little. Yeah. Can you explain what this bridge is? So this is the undersea bridge mm-hmm. uh, in Dalian, which is in northern China. Mm. And basically it goes under this uh, Bohai Sea, this yeah. area in, in Dalian to connect the two parts of the city. Mm. So you basically you drive your cars into it. You go into the ocean. Very impressive feat of whatever infrastructure, right? Mm. And China's been bragging about it for years now. And finally, like three days ago, I believe they opened it, right? Yeah. So, so it's like, only yeah, just woo! opened. Brand, brand new. Just opened. So why don't we see what happened? Yeah, it'll when get they us out it. of here. So this is what happened when it opened. If you could take a look, I think if you're going under the ocean with like billions of pounds of pressure, right? You probably don't want to see, yeah, the tunnel leaking and f- and flooding. It's not just a little leak; it started yeah. flooding. Yeah, they they can't hear the audio of it. By the way, oh, they don't need to hear the yeah. audio. There's no there's no need. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can change the settings so you guys can. All right. Uh, Anyway, it's flooding. And you don't want to see a tunnel under the ocean flooding. No. I think that is devastating. And you know what? The wound is a little fresh because just not that long ago in Zhengzhou, uh, a tunnel flooded. And that was devastating. We calculated at least hundreds of people would have died because they were inside of it when it flooded. And China reported like a dozen or something. And then they died. removed, when people were trying to put memorials, you know, flowers for their dead loved ones, they barricaded it so people couldn't see them. And then they, they didn't want to see how them. many people there were. Yeah. yeah. It was terrible because the, the, the flood drainage system in the city wasn't very good. Yes. And so they had this four and a half kilometer long tunnel that was just full of cars, jam packed, yeah. because the other side had been blocked. So it was actually four and a half kilometers of standstill cars. And then the entire tunnel filled up to the roof with water in less than five minutes. Yeah. And it's impossible if you were anywhere near the middle to travel either way, two and a half, two, two kilometers plus on foot in five minutes. Yeah. So hundreds, potentially thousands of people died because it was a big both lanes, both sides block type situation. Anyway, um, absolutely. When it comes to this kind of thing. Um, I'm not surprised to see this, to be honest, because shortcuts are always taken. Always, yeah. when it comes to construction. Um, Good thing people can see it. Well, I mean, they did see it. I'll put it in there, up there again. But uh, to be driving under the ocean and to see water pouring from the ceiling is absolutely not what you want. You know what the dumbest What's, thing is? What's that? Is that there's a, such a simple solution to this, mm-hmm. and that's flex tape. You can easily take care of this. You think so? I mean, look, you can actually see the water pouring in from the ceiling. Now, apparently the the local authorities are like, oh, it's just some burst pipes or something. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Even even if it's burst pipes, it's in the first couple of days of operation and pipes are bursting. It just shows you that it's garbage. Yeah, wait. How does that make it any less bad? Yeah, it just means it's garbage construction. (laughs) It's still under pressure and bursting stuff. Yeah. So what's next? The tunnel? Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't want to take that tunnel. 
No. I mean, and if you've seen how many bridges collapse in China, mm. this is what I'm going to say. If China comes to your country and starts knocking on your door like an Amway salesman trying to sell you infrastructure projects or a bridge or yeah. a tunnel, politely turn them down. Yeah. Because this is what you're going to end up with. Exactly. Uh, in fact, we're going to be talking about a lot of these countries that are in debt to China yeah. and are falling, actually falling apart right now because of their debts to China. And some of them involve infrastructure projects like this. Yes, exactly. Yes. Anyway. Uh, so what what is this meme you've got in the background here? This for is us? going around in the whole like pro authoritarian pro CCP sphere, and yeah. it's another attempt to try to make America and the West look bad, but they just keep making America look awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. sure. What does it say? It says we are strong because we know suffering. While those American pigs stuff their fat faces and spoil themselves with food and laughter, making them weak and unprepared for war. All I see is some chads brown out over dinner, having an absolute ball of a time, absolutely ripped, yeah, <laughs> ready like, to go to war. I know. Really. These are both. They they use AI because they're too lazy. To yeah, yeah, art. sure. Um, but yeah, it's just sad. Yeah, it makes sad. America look strong and makes yeah. them look weak. It's the opposite of what they try to do. Yes. Uh, honestly, every race of every <laughs> nationality comes together yeah. and fights under one flag, and that is America, the flag of freedom. And then <laughs> sure. all these these other guys are like not. They're basically what I see on the left is underfunded soldiers dying in the snow. Yeah, that's what I see. Like an attempt of Mount Everest in the 1920s or something yes. is what I see. On yes. the left there. Anyway. Um, I wouldn't call those guys fat, by the way. <laughs> no. no, <laughs> It's no, like no. 0% body fat. So uh, anyway, when you go to a restaurant in China, if you go to specifically down south, it's all over. But um, yeah, specifically like... Oh, you, you get it. Yeah, no, it's everywhere. everywhere. When you go to a restaurant, in order to... They, they do this thing to prove that their dishes are clean, um, you know, and they haven't been tampered with. Had cockroaches in mine before. Yeah, the, it's vacuum sealed in yeah. plastic wrap. Okay, as you can see, this is an example of it up here. And uh, it's quite common. You go to a restaurant, you hear a lot of popping because people pop it open with so their chopsticks, the tradition. tear it, it apart. we're going to eat. Yeah, and then like rinse it in tea. Love it. And the, the fact that they rinse it in tea as well is a is a kind of a signal that it's probably not clean. Yeah. Here's some proof because this is just a clip, and of course this is not everywhere, yeah, but I mean, this, this it is, happens. Yeah, obviously people took video of this because they're like, "Wait, this is what yeah. you're doing." So you see, it looks like a, a landfill or something over there, yeah. but that's actually just. Um, <laughs> they wash and yeah, it's where they the wash the before dishes. Before they wrap them, yeah, before they get take them to be wrapped. Let's take a look. And I'm not talking about the music genre. <laughs> no. Uh, anyway, just a, a little quick one there. Now, we <laughs> have been talking about Lianhua Qingwen capsules for a long time. For those of you who have no idea what I've just said, the Chinese government made a massive push. Can you put it, if you scroll into one of the videos, just there's a picture of a box of them. Just leave that up while we discuss okay. it. Yeah. Okay. It'll be important yeah, there for we context. Go. There we go. Yeah, sure. Uh, Lianhua Qingwen capsules. There you go. So the Chinese government made this big push. When the pandemic um, first broke out, Yes, they were like, we can defeat this with TCM. Traditional Chinese yeah, medicine. Yeah, traditional Chinese medicine. And they picked this company. Well, actually, a government-connected person who has a massive stake in this company. It's a state company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pushed this, uh, Lianhua Qingwen. And it was actually, you know, when they were giving out um, these relief packages to people that were trapped in their apartments. And starving. Yeah, they were literally starving in places like Shanghai for like a, more than a month, two yeah. months in their apartment. They were supposed to be getting relief packages from the government, like food. But quite often, all that would turn up would be boxes of this stuff. You know, so, if I got a relief package, I'd want to open it up and be like, ah, you know, finally relief. I got what I need. It's relief. Yeah. I open this up, I'm like, shit! Yeah, exactly. It's a stress package. Yeah. <laughs> stress so, package. Yeah. So anyway, you... 
you would get this stuff. So people were doing all sorts of things online, making funny jokes about smoking it and yeah, using yeah. it for all sorts of things, making soup out of it. Because it's useless. Yeah, it's absolutely useless. What it is, is it's, um, it's got, what has it got in it again? Like uh, pseudephedrine? Ephedra. Ephedra. Yeah. Okay. So it was kind of banned for medicinal use in the US. It could be sold as like a supplement, but it can't be sold as yeah. like medicine. Basically, all it can do is help treat um, the symptoms of a cold. Yeah. Okay. Very, very mildly. Yeah. But it was being pushed by the Chinese government and being pushed by the company that makes it, of course, and being pushed by a bunch of shills as an actual cure for COVID. Like a, they were saying like, it was a cure. They were like, this can treat COVID. Yeah. And so they over were 90%. Yeah, over 90% efficiency, whatever. They were really going on this whole thing to try and push this Chinese medicine as a cure. Of course, it's not. It's, it's garbage. It's yes. literally cold medicine. Yeah. You know, it's, at the very it's, best. It's, it's like mild, bad cold medicine. It's bad cold medicine. <laughs> so anyway, in my the, opinion. the company obviously reveled in the fact that it was getting billions and billions yeah. of dollars worth of contracts through the government, you know, um, and they made these advertising campaigns to try and appeal to like Western markets. Well, yeah, because well, not just Western markets, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. M- mostly over. developing markets, yeah, to be yeah. fair, like Ukraine, Russia, Thailand, mm-hmm. uh, big Cambodia push, Kuwait, you yeah. know, all these like places. And we... You found a treasure trove of these advertisements that they had been using in these countries, and they are some of the weirdest, craziest, most nonsensical things you've ever seen. Yeah. We have a tradition of kind of showing these, and we came across some more. Yes. Um, And it's just mind-blowing, and Mm. I think we may have found some of the best ones. Now, just as a refresher, this is one of the last ones we covered. Yeah, we've shown this particular one before. Some of you will have seen it, but for those of you who haven't, let's let's just uh, play it quickly. Just again, pay attention on the radio. Did <laughs> yeah, you hear yeah. it? It's like the here US in the news. This is an opportunity to save lives. <laughs> yeah. So the US is missing an opportunity to save lives, probably because they're not giving that medicine. Yeah. I wonder out. if Liang Huaqingwen is. Uh, I wonder if that's made by a Chinese state propaganda or state company with yeah, propaganda apparatus. Exactly. I wonder. Anyway, anyway so these guys are all working out, right? <laughs> this guy's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> Hey, take this. Take it easy. I just got cold. Just working out. <laughs> it's classic. You classic. can't. You just got. The, we yeah. still discussed this before the show. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. We didn't edit that. That's how no, it is. That that's is that's the advert. That's the advert that was released to the world. Yes. And we've got it. They released it in multiple languages. They dubbed it into Thai. Yep. They've got There's Russian some joke subtitles here that I'm missing. Yeah. Take it, I, I get the fact, and again, I don't want to hyperanalyze this again, but she, he's like, here's her cough. She's got COVID, right? Yeah. Chucks her COVID medicine. Mm-hmm. COVID medicine. Supposedly. And she goes, oh, no, like, take it easy. I just get cold. Meaning like, oh, it's not a big deal. I just no, have a Yeah, cold. it's not don't COVID. It's cold. Me. Yeah. And then what he replies, just working out. Why? I don't know. Why? I have no idea, but he seems very pleased with himself. <laughs> He's a very smug man. Mm, look yeah, at that. yeah, look at oh. that muscle. Yeah, exactly. Don't mind me. I'm just going to make out my bias. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Anyway, so that's one of them. Okay. The, and then this is a ones. new one for all of you. This is for the Russian-speaking audience. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the Russia-Ukraine region. They released these two in, and it is so stupid. I it's, love it. Yeah. So first of all, here's this guy hiking in his backyard or something. Take a look at his backpack. 
right very prominently you can see in the netting over there three boxes of Lianhua Qingwen because it's so important that he has <laughs> it's to carry it's and it's the most accessible thing and it's yeah, there like, in the netting what's on the top I guess it's like packets of nuts right well that's just he's got st- no it's, he's got stickers on his backpack and oh, he's those got are the stickers. net he's oh, got okay. the net and then he's got a, probably a big water oh, bottle down there. Yeah, so more more important than the water bottle yeah, is the Lianhua Qingwen. If he's going to reach and get something, it's going to have to be the, the Lianhua <laughs> like Qingwen. We've already started analyzing this. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> what we'll do is we'll play it a little bit, okay, so you can see what happens here. So he's out hiking. <laughs> he says, an adventure always comes with unexpected events. I'll just read it in English. You don't have to pause it. Okay. I'll never forget the two camping teenagers. <laughs> what? But, okay, I just okay. I gotta look at this scene. I gotta look at this scene for a second here. Well, so first of all, there's a guy can't walk in. This for all the listeners. Yeah. There's a, a Russian guy, Ukrainian guy, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I can't tell the difference because I don't speak Slavic languages. Sure. Um, <laughs> don't say that no, to no, a Ukrainian I'm or the Russian. language. I can't yeah, tell yeah, the, the language. La- the Obviously, language. freaking Slava Ukraini. Well, can't tell the difference. Yeah, Slava <laughs> Ukraini, bro. Yeah, uh, I support Ukraine. Anyway, yeah, yeah. let's not make this no, a political no, issue. No, this no. is about Leon Wachinwa. Yeah, it's about Leon Wachinwa. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so there's a guy walking through the forest, Slavic guy. Yeah, we can we can agree that. We don't like this Slavic guy. You'll see why later. Okay. <laughs> he's it, going like this. Yeah, he's looking around. And he goes, I'll, I always remember these two teenage camping boys. So anyway, let's take a look at this campsite. And I'm going to ask you, if you're a teenage boy and you're going out into the woods, okay? Yes. Is this what you end up doing? Oh, it's Ukrainian language. It's Ukrainian, okay. Yes. Is this what you end up doing? <laughs> Among whom a boy had a bad cold. I gave them Lianhua Qingwen capsules. Yeah, so I just want to go back, but I just want to make that point that if I'm a teenage boy going out into the woods, I'm not taking an easel I'm and getting painting. wasted. I'm not painting a freaking no. landscape. I'm having a massive bonfire. Mm-hmm. I'm cooking meat and I'm drinking alcohol. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm not freaking painting on an easel the guy, while my friend yeah. is hacking up a lung with COVID. It, it looks like he's sitting on a sofa wrapped up in a duvet or something like that, also painting. He's also yes. painting. So th- is he painting his friend who's painting because of the way they're faced over there? I have no idea. Anyway, I just wanted to point that out. I found that kind of odd. You know, yes. the Ukrainian or let's yeah. just say they're Ukrainian teenagers yes. in, the, in the wilderness are going to go paint. Yes. This is what is this what you guys do? <laughs> just Ukraine. I know we have Ukrainian viewers right now. Yeah. Do you guys when you go? Can, I can. Okay. I'm just. Saying yeah, yeah. You guys don't do that. I'm pretty sure Ukrainians they are chill as hell and yeah, they go not gonna, and get wasted in the woods like any other teenage. You're boy. not gonna go out there and no. paint with and bring your freaking easel. No. You know. No. It's like, it's like a middle-aged woman with a tight all I'm saying is dress on. Apparently, Eastern Europe is freaking <laughs> sophisticated anyway, as hell. Yeah. They they suppress their teenage uh, feelings and wanted to get drunk in the woods. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bust out the easel. Anyway, let's all continue. Right. <laughs> Bro, let's go in the woods and paint. <laughs> yeah. I gave them Leo Ching one. Which I always carry with me. Yeah. We enjoy chatting till late at night. Why are you keeping the sick guy up? <laughs> you know what I mean? Go, go to bed. Go imagine, sleep. Imagine you and your buddy are painting. Yeah. Your one guy's, the one guy's like, bro, I have COVID. Why'd you take me out here? It's freezing. I'm yeah. going to die. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually going to die out here. We have yeah. no medical response. And this middle-aged man just starts rolling through the forest. You're like, shit. 
Yeah. Shit, you're starting thinking of like dark web videos and <laughs> shit. shit. You're like, you know, I, you remember that that thing about the that mm. that murder that happened in the like Ukrainian forest or something back in the day. That's yeah. what that's what's going oh, yeah. through there. That's their, what's going, that's through, what's going through, your mind. through their head. And he's like coughing, he's hacking up a lung, and the guy's like, "Here, I got some Chinese medicine in my backpack, yeah. which I always carry." Yeah, with have me. this Chinese medicine, and I'm going to keep you up all night <laughs> chatting with you yeah. while you suffer. Yes. Anyway, let's continue yes. and take a look. <laughs> Take it, you'll feel better. Thanks. I'll never forget the light from their two flashlights. Okay. So what? Which brightened my road ahead. What reality is this? Okay, so first of all, he comes across this campsite, these two dudes painting. The one guy's really sick. He gives him some Chinese medicine, forces him to stay up all night, then forces him to escort him through the darkness. <laughs> That's what I'm getting from this. You know he what I mean? He's yeah, like, hey, man, listen, you better light up my path. <laughs> you <freaking laughs> yeah, you walk all the older, way with me. Older dude gives teen boys cold medicine in <laughs> I know. I'm in the context. Yeah, it here. is pretty ridiculous. But anyway, <laughs> we got to learn more about our, our traveling... Capsule oh, man here. Capsule man. Oh, by the way, these yeah. ads are obviously written by China because yeah. if you watch all of them across the countries, they all follow the exact same kind of vibe yeah. and yeah. film quality. So they had a Chinese film crew. Absolutely. Doing yeah. A perfectly normal night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the way. Yeah. It is. Lian <laughs> safeguards your breath, provides multi protection and more warmth. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Poor Ukraine had to go through these advertising campaigns. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the result of China teaming up with Russia. <laughs> you know, they, you they assault Ukraine with this. <laughs> you yeah, know. China teams up with Russia <laughs> yeah. against Ukraine. But, you know, on, yeah. the, on the media service, like we didn't pick a side secretly to yeah. make Ukrainians watch this bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Make them take their crap fake medicine. Mm -hmm. Anyway, let's take a look at this. Now, this is the same guy. It's <laughs> the same. Ukraine suffered enough. <laughs> I know. So it's the so same good. guy from the woods. OK, yeah. let's see what he's got to do now. He suffers from serious obsessive compulsive disorder with many shortcomings. Yeah, I think okay. he's got shortcomings, all right. He gets irritated easily and likes nagging. This is the most abusive shit. He likes shit. nagging. This. Like, this is a guy you don't want around women or children. Watch him. <laughs> <laughs> that look! I know. Oh my gosh! How dare he look at his wife like the that? The worst is that cut there because yeah. he's like taking out all his anger on the soccer game, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's like, okay, whatever. I guess that's you know, Slavs yeah. and like soccer, right? Suppose, and they're, yeah. they're freaking. I like a little bit of soccer, but he's yeah. getting real mad. Yeah. But then he turns to his wife with the same look. Yeah, it's like, how dare you interrupt <laughs> my rage? You know. <laughs> Yeah. He's not happy anyway. Yeah, yeah. His poor, poor, look poor at wife. That. Look, go back there. Like, yeah. lead up to that situation. Yeah, right there, right there. Yeah. So he likes nagging. Let's get it. By the way, can I remind everyone? This yeah. is an ad for Chinese medicine. Yeah, it's an advert for Chinese medicine. <laughs> He's getting real angry. Okay. And then his poor wife coughs. <laughs> 
He's like, how, <laughs> he's like, how you, dare you interrupt you. me? <laughs> With First your the sucker! Damn, your damn coughing, you know? <laughs> anyway, so uh, what, does he, what does he get up to? She's like, oh no. She's like, I know, I know this look. Yeah. First, she's like, the flowers are next. Yeah. First, yeah. I have to separate yeah, Exactly. Things. So, what is he Domestic say? abuse, yeah. lol. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> However, he is still very considerate towards her. Oh. Switched. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't, why don't you drink enough water or eat fruit? <laughs> why? This is it. It's like they, they had to replay the scene in yeah. like a passive way because it would actually be like, why don't you drink enough water or eat fruit? <laughs> you know? He does, so, yeah. so he doesn't have OCD with those curtains. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Anyway, what, what, where does this go? Why did you catch a cold? Yeah, it's like, why did you catch a cold? You know, <laughs> That's what he wants to it's say. It's victim blaming. It's yeah. like, you know, yeah. it's not like, oh, you caught a cold. Why That's terrible. You like, yeah, why did you catch a cold? It's like your fault. And even sometimes being a bit romantic. So it's apparently, it's, by the way, I heard in Ukraine, cold catches you. So that's <laughs> yeah, why he's yeah. blaming her. Yeah, right? that's right. This is romantic, by the way. Calling out the, the pseudoscience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Is That's that, a lot of is, pills. Is that romantic, though? Yes. I'm, when my wife goes, kind of feeling like I'm getting in the mood, I'm like, put out your hand. Yeah. <laughs> One. Two. <laughs> this three, stuff will make you feel terrible. Yeah. Four. Yeah. You, will, you will feel heart palpitations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> it is Stockholm Syndrome. Anyway, let's continue here. Kiss your beloved when she is sick. Look at the rage suppression. Yes. Lianhua Qingwen safeguards her breath, provides multi-protection, and more love. <laughs> I mean, he, he flipped on a dime. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he was freaking furious. Of course he was. I thought he was about to throw hands. Yeah, I mean, look at, just look at the, the rage in yeah. this man's eyes. He's not happy. <laughs> You know what I mean? He's very yes! yeah. He's just like Dubai. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a he's a very unhappy man. I hope somebody in our community can make a absolute a big yeah big comeback for Gopnik, bro. Very wholesome. Yeah, exactly. Um, I hope mm. someone can put something together because you remember that one uh, with Jeff. Take, take the, the pills, pills Jeff. Jeff. That was, was amazing. Great. Yeah. If someone makes something out of this, it could be hilarious. I had some thoughts in my mind about him just continually putting more and more pills into her hand sure. over and over again. For For, forcing her to take to Lian Wenqing one over and over. But anyway, you get the idea. This is uh, China's ham-fisted attempt at uh, getting people to take their um, fairly ineffective cold medicine as a, a cure for everything. So. Yeah. Why didn't she eat fruit? <laughs> By the way, hang on a second. This, oh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. now this is Russian <laughs> Russian state media. <laughs> so we're digging around the annals. Right? Yeah, yeah. And this is just great. It shows you how much sway China has over these other countries. Mm -hmm. um, they had a TV show in Russia where they yes. got doctors, right? Yeah. And it, they probably are doctors. I don't know why I put in this What's it called? Quote. Vedov Clinic? I don't know. Yeah, it I looks like in that. the top. Anyway, room. oh, that. Yeah. yeah. 
And they're talking, they get these guys, these doctors, these experts to talk about how awesome Lianhua Qingwen is. And it yeah. shows you, because it's a state company in China. Yeah. They can get other countries that also have authoritarian governments to say whatever they want them yeah. to. I just don't this understand guy. this man's hair. This is Russia. It's not Ukraine. At right. least what I can say about Gopnik guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he had a normal haircut, right? Yeah, this is not normal. normal. This is a golden retriever. It's a gold, yeah, who, I don't know, still loves the Beatles or something. Bro is like King Midas, but only touches hair. <laughs> yeah. That is the shiniest shit I've ever yeah, seen in I my know. life. So let's take a look at what he has to say over here, okay? You want to read the first thing he says? Oh, he's just, go ahead, yeah. He, he says in 2019, during the first outbreaks of COVID-19. When the epidemic started, they of course, they definitely employed the traditional Chinese medicines. They get these Russians mm -hmm. to say this stuff, the yeah. golden retriever guy, and then they bring it back over for promotional material in China. Yeah, they're like, look, foreigners yeah. have tested this. Foreigners think this is good, so that means yes. it's good. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That hair is absolutely ridiculous. It is. Yes. Anyway, guys, wow. So before we get into the main segment of our show, which I'm sure you're waiting for, the whole China wants you to have sex aspect <laughs> yeah. of this, um, we want to remind you that we have a... VIP show every Monday. It's called Shaban Ho, and this is what you missed this past Monday. Bring it up for We're you. We're talking about amusement parks here, and I'm telling you, there's nothing amusing about these parks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's gotta hurt. <laughs> Oh, look, this is awesome. Guys, you cannot trust amusement park rides or anything of that sort in China. Cool. So, yes, it was a lot of fun. And um, it's the show where we can show things that we can't really show in the main show. Yeah. We just don't. Uh... Yeah, I think you can kind of pick up on mm. that. So yeah, if you uh, <laughs> if you'd like to join us, if you have the means, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash ADV podcasts to join the Shaban Ho tier and join us on Mondays for a fantastic fun show. Yeah. And if you can't afford the tier which gets you the live video show, there's one tier that's half the price right below it. That's mm -hmm. the audio version. Yeah. So I just wanted to say this is actually the best way to support us in, in from any perspective. Out of yeah. any way you can support that's us, awesome. this is the most direct way to support us. And it's also not just a donation. You're getting a whole nother show. This is not like a, oh, we're going to show you a funny clip and then bye. Yeah, it's a whole sure. nother China show on mm. Monday, mm. but about other topics that we can't yeah, talk about. Yeah, we hone here. in on very specific and, topics. And we do a Q&A without um, super chats or anything. Like Obviously. if you guys are in there, we answer every one of your questions. And it's super yeah. fun. It's like the best part of the week. Hopefully we'll see you there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's time, it's time now for us to move on to Soft Power Hour, which is the main part of our show where we talk about how China is trying to change your mind through various ways and change people's minds. Um, and of course, we're talking about the whole um, uh, sex in China thing and why it's trying to be promoted so much. First, probably you can explain what's happening in the background here. Actually, I, I don't think I can explain what's happening in the background here because this is something we actually covered in Xiaoban Ho. Yeah. Um, and, but it actually ties into what we're talking about. Yeah. There has been a lot of more 
weird ways to get around censorship and pornography laws in China. Yeah. And a lot of things that you're seeing in mainstream China, but mm. is like skirting the law, no pun intended, yeah. by doing things that would absolutely be illegal in China's mm. eyes, but yes. then it's kind of sneaking it in there. Yeah. And I, w I actually want to get into it. So you just play that a little bit. But, um, we covered this in serious depth. Yeah, in Shaban Ho. If you, if you want to know exactly what's going on, you know, we did an episode in Shaban Ho about this particular one. Yes. But in relation to the whole sexuality thing, there is a, not a revolution, because the government doesn't want necessarily people talking more about sex. But at the same time, they are faced with an insurmountable task. And that is the the human uh, resources and planning department of yeah. the Chinese government, of the CCP, <clears throat> is facing a demographic crisis. And the leadership has finally said, wait a minute, this is a big issue. Now, yeah. to really run you through this super quick, China's demographic crisis means that they are not replacing themselves. Yeah. So you have a society and culture, a Confucian society with filial piety, that you need to take care of your parents yes. right, when they get old. Yeah. And potentially even your grandparents, yes. you know, depending on what situation you're in. Um, it's a bit of a tit for tat. While you go to work and you provide money for your parents, right, taking care of them in old age, your grandparents could potentially stay home and take care of, or your parents could stay home and take care of yeah, your kids. Yeah, they do. Kids, the, right? parents, the parents do. They stay yeah. at home. They take care of their kids. They're like, actually, children are not brought up by their parents, more by yes. their grandparents. Yes. Grandparents are cooking for them, taking them to school, picking them up, all that, while the parents go off and do the work. Right. Earn the money. Yeah. Um, and so they live with you and so on, yeah. Yeah. But the problem with that is, is that that's all fine and dandy. In a country that doesn't really have any social programs to actually help people out through pregnancy mm -hmm. or retirement, China doesn't provide, despite being called the Communist Party of China or the social, you know, socialist government, mm -hmm. doesn't really provide its citizens with any sort of social safety net. Yeah. So that's why that system kind of proliferates. Mm. That's why you invest in property. Right. Mm. That's why you pass houses down through the family as a way to give money to somebody. Yeah. That's a why that's why your parents live with you in China. It's because everyone kind of needs to take care of each other because the government doesn't do such a that's thing. Right. It's a very cutthroat state-run capitalist society. Yeah, fa family is what keeps the entire yeah. society together because without support from family members and, you know, taking loans out from your uncles or whatever, although you don't really get much many uncles these days, but you know what I'm saying? You need to be able to support each other because yeah. the government's not going to support no. you in china that's something I, a barrier i want people to get out of their heads yeah. it's not uh it's not the socialist alter alternative to america it's a poor capitalist country yeah. with very authoritarian state-run powers <clears throat> that that uh, promote censorship pretty Correct. much yeah anyway Right now, because cost of living has gotten so high and mm -hmm. unemployment is so high for the youth, which we'll get into in a minute, there, there's no really conducive situation for people to want to have more kids. Yeah. In, you're coming out of this really horrible period where millions and millions and millions of births were either stopped or prevented from China's one-child one policy. And yeah. I say, you know, it doesn't matter where you are in the whole abortion debate or, or topic. The reason I say it's unfortunate is because there were so many people that wanted to have children yes. that were prevented from having So it's them. a situation of my body, not my choice. It's never been your choice. Yeah, in I mean, that, that's something a lot of people have to get over because for the abortion thing, it's usually people who want it, people who yeah. don't want it. Okay. Yeah. And they kind of have an argument. Yeah. But here is a situation where, the, where you want to have a child, but you're not allowed to. And if you do get pregnant, the government came and forced you to have an abortion, even late term abortions. Yes. You know, even when like you're pretty much ready to give birth or even as you give birth. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, that, you know. this happened a lot. So it's a bad situation. It's one of the know? highest abortion rates in the world. It's and it's not necessarily by choice. Now, yeah. here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Going around China, you would often be bombarded with things like this. is propaganda, yeah. one-child policy propaganda. One child is enough. One yeah. kid is enough, right? They're, they're saying that if you have more than one kid, it's actually against the law. So mm. be happy with your one child. Yes. Because that's how we can limit our population and keep a poor country like China afloat because then we don't have to worry too much about taking care of a billion kids, yeah. right? So this is what they did. And it was a counter. It was kind of an antidote towards Chairman Mao. What Chairman Mao did... Yeah. And the inception of, of communist China was to tell people to have as many children as possible. Yeah, he gave incentives and basically paid peasants to have kids because he wanted meat grinder. Yes. Uh, he wanted to be able to send cannon fodder in. Yes. And he was always like, hey, we've got such a big population. doesn't matter if we get hit with a nuke because only half the people will Correct. die type thing. It was He's, always a number yeah. game. Yeah. And he also quoted very famously to read too many books is harmful yes <laughs> you know he's Another not a little mouse he's, not, he's not a very bright man he also never brushed his teeth no it's disgusting he looks like a turd floating in water too anyway it doesn't yeah, matter we don't, swimming camp yeah we don't need to get into his nonsense but he ruined it yes so china had to drastically scale back because now there were too many people poor government can't support them uh you, worried about you know you have and i think it's so important to go back to the one child policy when we highlight this topic before we get into what they're going to try to do with a knee-jerk reaction to this because china's never had a long-term plan china's never been in a situation where it's been planning properly Mm. it has state uh, state controlled eugenics yes and when the population is too low or they want to have a meat grinder like you said in the korean war and things like this then they boost the population they make people, or sorry, they, they make people have uh, have children. Yeah, they, but they incentivize it. They, they give ration you. tickets. Yeah. They they force you to. They punish people if they don't, yes. right? They find every single way to make sure that you do. Mm. And then when it's too much, they pull it back and they say, no, we'll actually abort your children. We'll kill your children yeah, exactly. if you have more than one. So then it, it, it led the country to have a bunch of uh, people without ID cards that couldn't even be registered because no one could afford the fine when they illegally yeah. have their kids, right? We met people. We met yeah, illegal I've people met in China. Some very, very nice people who were not registered people. They call yeah, them black people. Yeah, they call them black people. Hey, Ren. It's um, not like. They're, uh, they're not talking about the color of their the skin. Color, yeah. They're talking about their legal status. Yeah. Actually, you know, this post in the background, it gives you a lot of insight because it's that whole Sheng Nan, Sheng yeah, yeah. Nu, Doyan, which means. There's no difference between having a son or a daughter, basically. They'll both take care of you. That's, that's what this says. And that's also a symptom of the problems the, you, you of you want to know why there's eugenics. A, yeah, you know why there's a gender imbalance in China with like 30-something million more women than men or whatever it is? Men than women. Yeah, men, whatever. Yeah, men than women. Sorry. Yeah, that's, Was a, it, that's sorry, an important detail. Not 30, 300 million, whatever it is. No, it's 30 it's million. 30, it's 30 men. million, whatever. It's a lot. Okay. You want to know why? It's because if you're only allowed to have one child... Um, the preference in China has always been to have a boy because in traditional Chinese culture, he will look after the parents. The, the girl kind of gets sold off to another family. Yes. And then you don't get involved. You don't go live with her, right? Yeah. It's only the boy's family that gets to live with the boy when he gets married, that yes. type of thing. So also, you know, in an agrarian society, if you've got to look after farms and stuff, having a boy is much more beneficial because they can work the fields. Yes. Or whatever the case. So in the rural areas especially... If they find out they've got a, a girl, they get an abortion. That's right. Because they only want a boy. Right. So that's why you have that gender imbalance, just yes. so that you know. No, so that's good context. The, the government really disgustingly, in a very unnatural way, destroyed the, the demographics of it's, China. It's not promoting people's choice of family planning. It was government-controlled family planning, and it yeah. still is. Yeah. So we had a theory, right? 
we saw China come out of this whole one-child policy. Vast majority of our friends are single children. Yes. Are one, they're one children, right? Yeah. They were born in a single child environment. So they were a product of this generation. Yeah. Now this was only very quickly changed not that long ago. Yeah, I mean, they're like, we oh were, shit, we're running we out of people. Yeah. Right? Mm. Let's have two children now. Yeah. Then they go, oh, quickly, three children. Oh, quickly. Oh, uh, let's just, there's no restrictions anymore. Yeah, let's just anymore. get the restrictions out of there. And that was so fast because there was no long-term plan. No, and there they, was none. Again, and they won't ever act on anything until it starts to affect them. Yes. Yes. And they start to see the, you know, oh, look, India's about to overtake us in population. We can't have that. What's wrong? Why is it that happening? You know, oh, this thing that everyone else has been telling us about for years about how it's a bad idea to yes. do this one-child policy. Yeah, maybe they're right. Okay, let's quickly change it. You yes. know, but it's too late at that point. Yes. It's knee-jerk stuff. So just leave this up. I want to talk about okay. this. Is, I right. just threw in a couple slides um, mm -hmm. to see what's going down. So anyway, right now, the government's family planning kind of committee yeah. has to come up with some crazy stuff because they need to replace their population and get back to pop, uh, positive population growth. Sure. Or else China's population is gone, right? Like yeah. over time. If they're really going to be the great nation of China, then you can't have a nation that's half the size anymore. It sure. doesn't, it, does, it won't work. You can't have an economy that actually takes care and provides itself anything when the population is all elderly. Yes. And the, the young people can't afford to take care of them anymore. Like I said, China is not a rich country. It's very poor. The mm. average, the average per person salary, the per person GDP in China is about thirteen thousand dollars U.S. And that's a, a year. very a year, and that's a very, very like uh, generous. That's, yeah, and and that's really disingenuous yes. because that's the fact is like half of the country is very poor. Yes, you know, and the yes. other half is pretty much in, in the middle class and only a very small percentage is middle class very, for China. Yeah, is very rich and that's what skews this thing to 13,000. If it wasn't for all these uh, billionaires that you get in China, which of which there are many because of government uh, connections and the way China yeah. works, uh, you'd probably be looking at an average salary of like a thousand US dollars a year or something ridiculously low. It's if you yeah, if you separated all of the If you the got the dwellers, if you got yeah. the like the very rich the top percentage, and you just took them out of that equation. It would be much, much, much less. Yeah. So by comparison, you so we're talking about thirteen thousand on average mm. for the country. Yeah. And that's generous, right? Yes. Um, not taking into account income inequality. Sure. Uh, in the U.S. is eighty thousand, right? So just yeah. have some perspective there. It's about eight times poor per person, you yeah. know, in, in China. So don't ever buy into the propaganda that China no. is like made it somehow, right? No. Anyway. I digress because what's happening now is that they realize that they haven't. Remember when Japan went through its whole demographic crisis? Yeah. Right? And they're like, well, there's too many old people. There's not enough young people having babies and stuff. China already, or sorry, Japan had already become a wealthy country. Yes. With massive social programs. Yeah. They hyper focused on promoting a democratic values based society, right? Mm -hmm. That was able to take care of itself through allowing full democracy and voting in policies that help people in the country. Sure. China's not a democracy. No. China's also not rich. China doesn't have social safety nets. So it's not at a point where it can take care of itself and hit that middle income trap. Yeah. It's not there yet. No, it's not it's even not. close, right? Somewhere, you know, maybe half about halfway in the world for wealth. Mm. It's not ready to stop growing. It needs consistent growth to keep going. Yeah. So there's a disaster impending. I mean, you hear a lot of stuff. There's some big voices like Peter Zahan, right? There's there's big voices out there that talk about this. And they're not wrong in that China is facing a massive problem right around the corner. Yes. So here you have heavy-handed government approaches saying, okay, fine, 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 fine. There is kind of a problem here. 
they were throwing around terms like, oh, yes, we're, we don't have the biggest population anymore, but we have the highest quality oh, population. Oh, yeah, it's about the quality. It's yeah. about the quality of the people, right? Mm. They're not racist tropes like this. <laughs> yeah. But now realizing that they have to face the music and do something about it. So first you have the one-child policy. Yeah, well, first you have the, the eugenics boost, right? Yeah. Everyone needs to have kids. Then they, they have the one-child policy. Then they get rid of the one-child policy. Mm-hmm. So we ha- we've had this, right? Yeah. Now they're like, wait a minute. We got to have, pe- have kids again, right? Yeah. So we need to push them because after getting rid of the limitations for birth, nobody had kids. Yes. It kept going down. Because China right now, because of the one-child policy, it has become too expensive to raise yes. children. Yes. Um, it's incredibly expensive. If you are in the rural farmlands, whatever you, you know, we know lots of people from the rural. They have a lot of Ill- illegal kids. Yeah. Because that's just the way it is out yeah. there. But if you're living in a city, to raise a child is incredibly expensive in China. And because of the one-child policy, this fierce competition system is is kind of uh, been bred. Yes. You know, so you have to have the best grades. You have to go to the best schools. You have to do a lot of after-school yeah. uh, tuition. Yeah. Very expensive. Oh, yeah. Okay, so to raise a child in China costs, it's it's a luxury. Can I throw in something? Yeah, what's that? I think people might be shocked by this. Because mm-hmm. you have, you know, bad old America that doesn't take care of their people, you know, and there's sure. no social programs. It's free to go to school until college. In right? America. It's free. Yeah, which America, is weird. Right? Uh, most countries don't have that. Well, a lot mm. of countries don't have that. No, right? no most, most countries I know of don't. Yes. China doesn't either, right? Mm. In a socialist, communist country that's supposed to take care of its citizens and everyone works together for the collective good, you have to pay for tuition. Yeah, right? well, and, and especially extracurricular tuition yeah, is oh, very it's a expensive. Public school, too. Yeah. You still have to pay tuition. You still have to yep. pay your book fees and stuff like this, right? Yeah. Now, I want to get into some of these policies. Okay. So China's come up with some government policies, and this first slide pertains to this. They're... Not I, that. You keep going past. I'm, I had it on that slide for a reason. Oh, what? This this yes. thing? Okay. They are going to start teaching in schools yeah. the concept of guiding young people towards the positive concept of marriage and childbirth, something that they've actively avoided yeah. because they're trying to control the population. Yes. You don't talk about marriage. You don't talk about childbirth. You don't talk about sex. You don't talk about sex education. Yeah, sex education isn't a thing in China, by no. the way. It might shock you. But it's not, you know, it's just not a thing. Yes. So, so instituting and again, this is something yeah, that they're, you know, in schools and high schools. Yeah. I'm saying, you know, but they're going to start from a young age. So I put some elementary school kids. So you see a school like this. Yeah. They're going to have policies saying you need to get married. You need to, you need to find a wife and have babies. You are going to grow up and be a wife, and you're going to have children. You're going to get married. Yeah. These are po- these are things that you never brought up in front of kids in China. Mm. That is now potentially going to be part of the curriculum. Yeah. Right. Um, the next thing is they're going to be promoting marriage, right? So there's yes. going to be in, in the propaganda department. Yeah. They're going to be promoting marriage. There will be like you know how you have those banners about the one child policy. Yeah, You're yeah. going to have the opposite. You're going to have let's get married, let's come together and help China for the greater good. Yeah, let's have lots of kids. I think there's a huge problem with all these points I'm going to read out is that none of them will work because nobody gives a shit about propaganda in China anymore. Yeah. People actively ignore it. They do. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. You'll have it's just things, noise in the background. You yeah. see it everywhere. There's something about, there's mm. like a, you can rile people up with nationalism, say, okay, America's our enemy now. Mm-hmm. Because that's like a, a, how to say, like a steam pressure valve. Sure, yeah, yeah. You have this high pressure society where everyone's working their asses off, but you have massive censorship and no freedom of speech. Yeah, and there's a lot of th- issues that you have in your life, but you cannot complain about yeah. them. 
because if you do, you'll go to jail. Right. So they go, oh, you can complain about Japan or America. Yeah. So everyone just goes crazy, but they're just venting their frustrations about domestic society. Yeah. But so you have like campaigns like, oh, everyone get married now. Let's join hands and all get married and have babies. Yeah. Nobody's got to pay attention to that shit. No. People think, honestly, a lot of Chinese people think propaganda is cringe. Mm. Um, so that'll be interesting. There's going to be a campaign to teach men and women about parenting responsibilities. Again, something that was never, ever talked about from the government's perspective. Yeah. Right? That was something that you learned from your mother-in-law or something. Did you hear they're blaming um, the West for their declining birth rates? Oh yeah, what's this now? Well, they uh, well they're blaming um, Western like TV shows and things that show independent gosh. women and oh things like that. Oh my mm. gosh! Yeah, there's a huge. Yeah. By the way, there's a huge crackdown in feminism in China right now. Oh yeah, dude. They're disappearing feminists. I talked about it in my most recent video, but they they were those like five feminists wanted to go protest for the hashtag Me Too movement yeah. or something because it's a big deal in on China. Women's really Day, yeah. you know. International Women's Day, so they organized it in their little WeChat group, and then they all got arrested at night before the next day before they could go and protest and they got disappeared for a month before they were ever like charged with anything they were picked up for that picking quarrels and whatever yep. nonsense some of them are still in jail oh there's lots there's a whole yeah. great article actually that you i think you linked yeah, to it in i linked video. to it in my last yeah, video it's a good one. anyway so yeah they're blaming the west for oh the the fact that uh, <laughs> women don't have birth you know what's that's actually really funny because yeah. that's actually a follow-up to remember they were blaming k-dramas for feminizing men so yes. that they weren't having sex yeah yeah they're saying men aren't having sex now because they want to be like women like those gay looking k-drama guys that's that's, that's what the chinese that, government they actually say. banned uh, sissy boys yeah that the, what they call sissy boys yeah. right that was actually a whole campaign so yeah. Anyway, long story short. Yeah, that's why, like, the communist leprechaun had to get rid of his little earring. Yeah, they wouldn't let him have an earring. Yeah, you know, like, this is so, media. so funny. There's, like, a this horrible water toad of a man that goes around doing um, <laughs> po communist propaganda for the Chinese government, this little, media, little yeah. leprechaun. And uh, he used to have one of those little feminine earring things, you know, the men sometimes get. Like a I little, guess. I, I rarely like saw here, the you know, here? Yeah, I used to have earrings. And he's very this. proud of this. He's yeah. one of those really cringe middle-aged men who would yeah. think they're a teenager. Right. You know, that kind of thing. And when he started to do, do state media work, they forced him to remove it. <laughs> that was during the whole sissy boy thing. Yeah, yeah, during the sissy, sissy boy, boy thing. So he had to actually get rid of his style. It must have really hurt his little, his little ego. Yes. He's anyway. actually got a massive ego, but he's a little man. So. I got you. Anyway. Oh, there's nothing wrong with being a little man. No, uh, unless Short you're him. Unless you're him. Win, right? Then, you know, if right. you're him, then it's a problem. Right. You know, that's just how it works. Short kings. <laughs> okay. I'm not short, so I shouldn't be representing short kings. <laughs> no, but I, but I, I respect a short king. Yeah. Anyway, um, there, there's also talks about curbing bride prices. You can explain yes. bride price. Okay, bride prices is a, this ridiculous thing. I made a video ages ago about mm. like uh, selling wives in the park or whatever. Yeah, that's um, actually this. And this is what happens is the grandparents um, or the parents, usually they hang out on the Saturdays and they have these bride markets. And what they have is literally like a resume. Yeah. For their son or their daughter there. And it'll be like what their education is, how much they earn every month all their age, all that kind of stuff. And the other parents or grandparents of a, of a person will walk around and, oh, that one looks like they might, uh, you know, match my son-in-law or, or my son or whatever the case. You know, not son-in-law, what am I saying? My son, <laughs> you know, because they're not <laughs> yeah, married, obviously. What right? the hell's wrong with me? Um, but, you know, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, my daughter, this and that. And then they will start negotiating yes. as if they're bartering goods. That's how they'll treat it. Yeah, and that's it's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, my son has... A better education than your daughter's. So I'm not sure. And they work this all out. But basically, they're arranging marriages. Yes. Okay. 
Of course, if they strike a deal and they kind of come to a, a consensus, then they'll introduce the, you know, the two younger people and hopefully they hit it off. You know, not that long ago, they would kind of force them to get married, but not these days, you know, they'll still try to encourage it. And they definitely try, they but try. the young people yeah. are like, no. Yeah, they, they will hound and pester them. Yeah. But basically, if a woman gets uh, married to a man in China, the man's family is expected to pay a bride price. Yes. A huge amount of money. Mm. And it all depends on where they're from, but a lot. If you're in the country, it could be an ox. Yeah. You know. But, you know, they might expect, um, you know, hundreds of thousands of RMB, yeah. mil millions of RMB, car. cars, uh, a house. Yeah. Has to be provided anyway from yeah. the, you know, if the, the husband's side or the, the man's side. He has to make sure that there's a house. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Uh, and they're basically selling their daughters off there. And, you know, it's a crazy kind of a situation. Yeah, so also there's a another point to this. <clears throat> yeah. Um uh, some of the propaganda campaign, well this is this is being toyed with with the the government right now as policy, future policy. Mm -hmm. Um to combat the whole 30 million extra men thing. Yeah. And that is to start campaigns to encourage women to choose to marry and have children. So basically women that were like, "Ah, there's no one out there for me or whatever." To go find one of those 30 million single men out in the villages to <clears throat> to have babies. And you start to see <clears throat> this you might think, "Oh, this finally the Chinese government's going to try to do something about this." Keep in mind they've done this three times now. This is round 4 of trying yeah. to control the population. And it's not about the future of society. This is not about society's quality as they say. This isn't about trying to instill morality in yeah. in the populace. Yeah. This is about a numbers game. And Correct. this is so the Chinese government doesn't lose power over the citizens. That's really what it all boils down to. That's right? what it is. Um, I'm just um, looking up what the population of Australia is like 25 million people. Yes. Yeah. So you've got more than the population of Australia. And actually, that's not even true because nowadays pop the Australian population, a huge portion of that is Chinese anyway. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, but I'm just yeah. saying. Like, it's not 10 million. No, it's not that much. It's probably more like eight and a half or nine. No. I'm just kidding. Either way, what I'm trying to, you know, illustrate here is that there are more single men in China, like, you know, the imbalance, than there is the entire population of Australia. Yes. Okay? It's so a lot. Two birds with one stone here. Yeah. Um, next is uh, introducing tax incentives. Mm. Well, they've already done that. Yes. But this is like, uh, I guess, a continued effort, right? Yeah. Um, free or subsidized education uh, for children for having a third child. Yeah. So they're saying, okay, your education will become free for that third child if you have three. Because mm -hmm. think about it. If you've had two, you've replaced the, the old people, right? Yeah. If you have three, that's the extra that they actually need to boost the demographics. You know, they're actually thinking about doing these kind of things and tax breaks and free education for even the first child now. Just oh, to yeah, get, yeah. Just to yeah. get people to have that That's, first Again, child. I think it's that word that you just used is very important, thinking about. None yeah. of these things are, are set in stone. No. And I'll ta tell you why, like, at the end after this. Mm -hmm. um, monthly stipends of a few hundred yuan um, per month to take yeah. care of the kid. I mean, that's like 20, 30 bucks. Yeah. Right? I mean, we're not to maybe max $50 a month. Yeah. We're not talking about, like, I don't think, do you think anyone, they're waking up in Shenzhen, they're like, ah. Oh, I wasn't going to have a kid, but they said the local government's actually going to give me 50 bucks a month. Yeah. You think anyone's going to do that? No, like, unless they're like, they're, you know what, their their mother or something will yes. try to force them because she wants <laughs> yeah. that sweet 50 yeah. RMB a month extra, yeah, you know, bucks. to get some vegetables or something. Um, uh, what's going on with this graph? 
Uh, I have two more principles here, but we can talk about this real quick. Okay. This is a, a graph of China's population growth, right? Yes. So you watch it from 1950, right? 600,000. Do you notice? Oh, 600 I, million. Sorry. I put it up here for two reasons. Can you, can you tell in the beginning of the graph why I wanted to throw that up there? With that little dip? What is that dip? What do you think that dip is? Well, that's, nice, that's like the, all the death of starvation from Mao Zedong's failed policies. Yes. Mm. Isn't that scary? You can actually see it. And that was counted, right? That was counted. Yeah. Can you imagine the people that weren't counted? Oh, just it's in, incredible. The amount of death and, from famine and starvation. It's awful. It's yeah. bad. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you should never, ever see that. <laughs> no, no, that's terrible. That's like the plague is hit or something. Yeah, I remember... Uh, Probably, probably around 80 million people starved to death. Yeah, that's the going estimate. Yes. Mm. Uh, but then you go up, right? You have a big yeah. jump. Jump in yeah. population, right? Even a jump in population during one child policy. Yeah. Right, which shows you how poorly things are enforced mm -hmm. in China. Um, and then all of a sudden, what do you see around 2020, 2021? It's like a plateau. It's kind of starting to go down again. You're, you're looking at a dip. Yeah. You're actually looking at the population in decline, not just not yeah. replacing itself. Yeah. That's very dangerous. It's now been the lowest birth rate like in the history of modern China. Um, yeah. yeah. Last year and this year is even less. Yeah. So it is going down. It's a massive downward trend. Yeah. Even with all these new policies. Um, anyway, what's next? Cutting Gaokao entrance exam is on the table, potentially. That's crazy. People have to understand how crazy that is. Is this okay? part of this whole yeah, thing? Yeah, leave it, okay. leave it on there. All right. Gaokao, for those of you who don't know, it's the college entrance exam. Now, China is backwards compared to the rest of the world. Okay. I would say, you know, primary school, high school, you kind of mess around. And then when you get into university, now it's time to study. Okay, uh, in most, you know, because now it's the big leagues, it's university, you're going to get your bachelor's, you're going to yep. get your degree, whatever, you, get, you really have to write your thesis, whatever, you really like, buckle down. Yep. In China, primary school and high school are absolute hell. Mm. I mean, you are expected to get 99% or better <clears throat> for every test you take, <clears throat> okay? And the reason for this is this competition, <clears throat> okay? Um, universities have limited space yeah. and only the best and brightest students are accepted into the universities, especially a good one. Yeah. So if you've got a good university in your town or your city, Sorry. you've got very, very limited spots. So only the people who pass the college entrance exam with the highest marks, like a hundred percent plus yeah. basically are going to get a, going to get a spot. So that pressure on the children to pass that exam with a high mark is incredible. Oh yeah. So Pretty much their entire high school lives is, it's all focused on passing that exam. Mm -hmm. And they study crazy. They do all the extra studying, all the cram schools, all this kind of nonsense. And it's a huge pressure on, on young, uh, young boys and girls. And in fact, leads to suicide mm -hmm. often. It leads to lots of problems. Yes. It's a very, very awful sort of a situation. Um, and because of that, kids don't have any time for romance. They don't have any time to... Find their first boyfriend, yeah, girlfriend. Go mingle, go hang yeah. out, go... You know, go to the park or, you know, like amusement park together or something because they're studying, 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 studying. So if they get rid of this whole pressure for studying, they think that they might be able to kindle some romance. Yeah, so it's it's a huge flip-flop. It was yeah. very demonized to ever even consider having a boyfriend or girlfriend in high school mm. in China. That was like, whoa, yeah. almost illegal, you know, yeah, yeah. by some, some accounts, right? So to flip-flop like that on a dime, be like, no, we want to encourage this now. Yeah. And it's actually, there's some other symptoms. Anyway, shortening the 12-year education time to 10 years as opposed yeah. to 12 years in yeah. school. 
That's another symptom of this. That's yeah, get them out well. of school so they can actually go have kids. Have kids, get married early. Yeah. And part of this <coughs> policy is actually to teach kids what is the correct age to get married. Because now they're worried about people, oh, I'm going to get married when I'm 30. And by that time, they're like, okay, we'll wait a couple years and then we'll have a kid. And maybe they won't. Right? Yeah, yeah. They're like, well, these kids should be having kids early. It's getting to a point now where it's looking like the Chinese government wants very young people to have babies and they won't be punished for it anymore. Yeah. There won't be forced abortions. They'll be encouraged. Yeah. And me and you joked about this before. We said it w we wouldn't be surprised if China was going to take a very heavy-handed approach and start forcing people to have yeah, kids. Yeah, forcefully inseminating people and things like that. I think, it, and I don't want to get conspiracy about that, but I think we're on the cusp of the government freaking out and looking at very drastic options right now, stuff that they would have never considered like before. For perhaps fining you for not having a yeah, child, yeah. you know? I think that's the next step, and then forceful insemination yeah. is eventually maybe the end game if they're actually going to pull this off. Correct. And I, I thought, you know, it's a joke and we'll consider, we'll maintain it as a joke, but I don't think it's necessarily out of the realm of possibility. No, absolutely not. You know, they're also uh, one of the policies there, these have not been put forward, but this is what they've put forward for consideration is to not punish uh, women for having children out of wedlock. Yes. Because you're not, you're not allowed to. And this is something most people still don't understand about China is if you're pregnant and you're not married, you have to have an abortion. Yes. You have to. Yeah. You cannot register or <laughs> legally register that child. Yeah. So your child won't have a national ID number. Yes. That means no hukou. No. That means no schooling. That means no bank accounts. That means no driver's license. That means not being able to do anything. Right. You're literally like a homeless beggar person who has to live their entire life under the table. Right. You know, getting cash from from people to survive or whatever, right. living in, in a back room in the house and have to hide every time the police come around. That's right. It's like a Jew hiding from the Nazis. Right. You know? Right. It's a horrible situation in China. So they're thinking about dropping that. So if you have a kid out of wedlock, it'll be okay because they need the children. They need the population, you know? Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, so there was some, uh, some stuff. I don't know if we have time for this. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to say another reason that people don't want to have children mm -hmm. is that one in five people in China. And that again, that's a very generous, nice estimate. Mm -hmm. um, youth more. are unemployed. And that's mm -hmm. one of the highest unemployment rates in developed, you know, developed countries. I don't know. My country is like 50 percent unemployment. We're not talking about that, are we? No. I said developed countries. No, you, it, my country's not even developing. It's not even developing. It's, it's like... undeveloping. What is, the, what is the opposite of developing? It would be like regressing? Regressing. Maybe? It's a regressing or un underdeveloping? Yeah. Anyway. Whatever. Um, this is a problem. So if you talk to young <laughs> Chinese people, there, there was a famous song that came out a little while ago, and it was banned because it was about how I'm a college graduate from a yes. good school, and I shouldn't have to be a delivery driver. Because the reality in China right now is that if you have a very good degree from a good school, there is not a chance in hell you're going to get a good job right out of college anymore. No. And it's getting to the point now where people are like, why did I do all this? Why yeah. did I do all this? I can't even get a job. The unemployment yeah. rate is skyrocketing and there's nowhere for these very educated, very skilled people to go. Yeah. And it's result not only resulting in brain drain, you know, these people are obviously leaving to go find greener pastures Why do you think elsewhere. there's a 980% increase in Chinese nationals right? crossing the border illegally? Yeah. Not immigration, just illegally yeah. coming into America. Yeah. You know, like going into Ecuador, Ecuador and, and, and the making corridor. their way through South America and coming over the borders here into America. Well, it's because they need uh, the opportunity. They put yeah. their life on the line to get here, Yeah. you know, to 
come in here illegally. That's why. Yep. One of the reasons. So that's a huge, mm. huge issue as well. But anyway, it's a developing thing. And I think that we're going to... The fact that the government's not being honest about it, but like addressing, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to sure. solve this problem before sure. it happens. Means that we're going to see some very, very drastic stuff. I mean, look at what happened with the co zero COVID policy. That turned into draconian ape. It was terrible. Ape shit crazy yeah. stuff. It yeah. was absolutely insane. And again, it was a knee-jerk reaction. I think we're getting to that level where China's going to knee-jerk react to this and it's going to be ugly. Yeah, absolutely we are. Yeah. So that's pretty much what's going on. China is uh, desperately wanting people, people to, to, have to have sex, desperately wanting people to have children, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, they're trying to do all these last-minute knee-jerk reactions to, to achieve that result. Yeah. But you know what's really dumb about the Chinese government before we get into this? is that they could stop a demographic problem by allowing immigration. Yep. But they won't. They won't do it. Because to them, an outsider, a foreigner, is not Chinese and yeah. never can be Chinese. Well, I, I mean, we're a testament to that. I lived in China for 14 year, years. You lived in the, there for 10 plus years. We couldn't become citizens. We nope. couldn't integrate. Nope. Even though we were legal, we're married to locals. You know, anywhere else in the world, if you're married to a local person for like 10 years or six years or five years, however long we were married, you have the opportunity to register countries, yeah. most countries, mm -hmm. maybe not North Korea or, you know. They can't move to North Korea. Yeah, of course. You know, there's a, there's a ton of places you, you can't for sure, but I'd say most countries, yeah. you're given the opportunity to at least be red, registered like as a, a permanent resident yeah. or something yeah. along those lines. No, China doesn't allow that. So that's never going to be an out for them. No. Anyway, let's get on to this poor guy. Uh, again, things are getting much worse in China these days. A uh, comedian in China was hit, well, actually his uh, comedy firm or whatever, even though, you know, you do get that kind of thing, I guess like Comedy Central or whatever, you know, like sure. a comedy firm, was hit with a $2.56 million, that's US dollars, mm -hmm. fine, because he made an inappropriate joke about the military. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so... On Wednesday, they hit this guy. I mean, it's crazy. Um, he was accused of harming society after a military joke he made drew some public criticism. And it wasn't even a bad joke. It's like an old Chinese trope about, oh, the dogs don't work well together or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, and uh, he got cancelled, obviously, yeah. by this and got fined this huge amount of money. <laughs> now, the important thing about this is it shows you just how bad things have gotten in China recently. Yeah. Um, because a woman who um, supported him on Chinese social media was arrested. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So here's this guy. He makes a joke. It's a mild joke. It's not even that bad. But it pisses off some nationalists. You know, like, how dare you make fun of our military? Because he was making fun of soldiers, um, <clears throat> you know, just saying that they're not very effective type thing. Sure. His company gets fined. He gets lambasted. He gets a lot of shit online. This woman's like, hey, you shouldn't be like, shouldn't be so serious you yeah. know what i mean like why so serious yeah why so serious like seriously like so anyway i'll read a little bit of an excerpt on from this over here i'll put it up here okay so the 34 year old woman identified by her last name Shi, was detained on tuesday evening for posting inappropriate remarks about the military police in the northeastern china of dalian said uh, in a statement wednesday okay mm -hmm. So this is what she said. She said, the, the guy's name is House, by the way. House? House. Okay. You know, this comedian. Mm. He's a very well-known comedian. Mm. Uh, by all accounts, a very funny guy. Mm. Uh, so she said, why should House be banned? Aren't all soldier brothers just dog brothers? 
That's what she said. Okay. And then she got arrested. Well. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Let's go forward a little bit. China enacted a law in 2021 criminalizing insults against the military. Hmm. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that's not good. So he, that, he made a joke. It wasn't even an insult. It was just a joke. If the military can't take a joke, I don't know. You know, what you does know, that say? Yeah, exactly. Like if you're like, oh, our military's so so fat, they couldn't, you know. Yeah. They, they can only like, I don't know, attack a McDonald's or something. Right. So imagine you say that and then... You get fined $2.5 million and arrested. And anyone who says that that joke was fine online, they get arrested too. Ouch. That's what's happening in China. Yeah. It's pretty insane, isn't it? It is. Um, anyway, this has had a knock-on effect now, you know, which is kind of a little bit worrying. And I'll show you what it is. <clears throat> because this happened, a whole bunch of live, like the whole live performance scene in China basically just got... Uh, a huge bucket of ice water dumped on it overnight. A bunch of like big shows that were supposed to be done, like live shows, comedy shows, any kind of live performance were just canceled out, right? And for instance, here, a Japanese band, which is called, I don't know, Kisakuo, whatever that is, abruptly pulled a show in the southern Chinese city of Guangzhou on Wednesday night. A statement from the <laughs> band's official Weibo account said the cancellation was ordered by government agencies out of force majeure. I think that's a new word. You know, when they someone love force majeure. You know, when like someone learns a new word and, and they, they try use to use time. it. I do yeah. that all the time. But yeah. force majeure is definitely the new smear. It's the new, yeah. Well, it just means things, you know, things out of Act our control of or whatever. Yeah, they don't want to say God though because it's an atheist mm, country. Exactly. Right? Yep. So they did not immediately reply to a request or comment. So the Chinese government canceled the Japanese band from playing <laughs> because a comedian made a joke about the a Chinese comedian made a joke about the military. What? Yeah. What? Okay. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, it said, uh, Vivian Jan, a professor of government and public administration at the Chinese University of Hong Kong, said the recent events had sent a warning to the entertainment industry that would prompt self-scrutiny. For foreign performers unfamiliar with the domestic situation in China and don't know where the red lines are, it may be a safer strategy, especially on the part of the Chinese companies that invite them to just cancel the show. <laughs> I mean, and she's not wrong. It's dangerous. If you don't know, if you make a quip, quip a joke on stage as a, as a comedian, you could actually not only put your entire, the company that invited you there in a lot of yes. trouble, you could yourself get into huge amounts of trouble, be arrested, fined, whatever. Right. Anyway, um, now I said this had a knock-on effect because messages have been going around, you know, the little foreign Reddit um, oh. groups and things like that. And I'll read this one to you quickly. So... For those of you who don't know, um, live performance in clubs and stuff, it happens in China, like everywhere else. Yeah. It's not as common, but it does happen. And what I, I've got friends, for instance, that are in a band mm -hmm. and they go get invited to or they go to the clubs and like, hey, can we play or whatever? And sometimes they get invited. Sometimes there's like open mic mm -hmm. nights and they go there. And they used to like my one friend is pretty good guitarist or bassist. And he used to go his band used to go very often to different clubs during the week to go and play at night. Yeah. But about two or three years ago, they started this law where they could no longer go and play unless they submitted the lyrics of every song that they wrote to the local, like, That's censorship That's literally Bureau. Soviet Union. Yeah. They have to do this. Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about, yep, right? Yeah, I do. So their band would have to submit it because it's, if it's in English, because they'd sing English songs, they'd have to provide an official translation too. 
like an actual stamped by the government official translation. They'd have to go to a translation company that's like yeah. accredited, yeah? yeah? Okay, of everything. So that the censorship board can approve the songs that they're allowed to sing. Mm-hmm. So they can't even be spontaneous. Like imagine someone's like, hey, I want a request. Can you play this? Like, no, we didn't pass the Sorry, that was board. not approved by the censorship that's, board. That's what the Soviet <laughs> Union did. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, so it's gotten very difficult for foreign live performers in China. Yes. First of all, the visa issue, you need to have a performance visa and stuff. So yeah. Like, you know, there's all this crap. But hey, we know people that were <laughs> deported yes, because of that. Exactly. They played some songs on a stage. Yeah, exactly. So <sighs> it's kind of tough, but now it's gotten worse. Take a look at this. Okay. So obviously an event organizer here sent a message out and it says, it is with, with deep sadness that I must report that bars in Beijing providing music by foreigners have had to cancel the foreign foreigner performers. If there is a foreigner in the band, a foreign musician cannot take the stage. Okay, take to the stage. This policy includes the venue we play at weekly. Blah 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 blah. And so we do not know when we will be uh, when uh, it will be resolved, and we will be able to go back and provide our music for you there. So they're just making an announcement here to say that uh, sorry, we have been told that if there's foreigners in our band. We can't play. No foreigners allowed to get on the stage. You know? And this is in Beijing, the capital city. And this happens in China. You know, this kind of knee-jerk reaction stuff. It can just happen overnight. Well, it always does. It always happens overnight with no warning. There's no way to combat this. The government just says, "Uh, you know what? We're just not into this whole live performance thing. You know, we had a guy make a joke and embarrass our military. So we find him. We've banned him. And you know what? Fuck all the foreigners, too. Because, you know what, they're probably just worse. So no foreigners allowed. That's yeah. pretty much how it plays Sounds out. Sounds about right. Yeah. It's strange how it always shifts to foreigners. Yeah. Oh, Japanese. Every time. Japanese band? Psh, they're not allowed to play. Low Cancel. birth rates? Foreigners probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, Chinese comedian insults the military? No more foreigners allowed to play in bands in the States. Because he was inspired by foreigners, probably. Probably. That'll probably be the... Uh... Anyway, just uh, wanted to point out how absolutely absurd things get in China when it comes to yeah. this kind of thing. Um, and how foreigners always end up being at the end of it all. Yep. Anyway, that's the end of Soft Power Hour. We're going to move on to Wu Mao Corner, guys, where we talk about the haters. We've got quite an interesting one for you today. By the way, do, um, mm-hmm. do you think the lyrics of the moon were censored? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Let's take a look. I, I would like to... I would like to ask, though, do, do you really want me to, you know, <laughs> no. the moon? Okay, are you sure? What about... Um, CPPCC. CPPCC. Oh, we got some new... Yeah, would, uh, would they approve? Would they approve? They would not. Okay, of course not. That's okay, we don't follow their lead. Yeah, anyway, maybe we should ask this person. I'm Fox. Anyway, sorry, getting a little... Some new yeah. sound bites, I love it. We got some more coming for you anyway. Anyway, you were talking about... Yes. So we got some interesting stuff for you today. First of all, this what we're about to show you is uh, what's well, a couple years old now, right? Yeah, it's just a classic and it's fun. Yeah. So a lot of propaganda coming out of China that you'll notice is, oh, we've got no homeless people. Yeah. And then they show the homeless tents in L.A. or they show that Kensington Avenue in Philadelphia with all the drug zombies, yep. you know, and they're like, look at how bad America Woo. is. Shout out to Kensington. <laughs> exactly. Right around the Dude, corner. Dude, by the way, I did a little exercise. Yes. I searched. Did Kensington. you go running down Kensington Avenue? No, no. I oh. I took pictures of. I I went and looked for a picture of Kensington sure. Avenue, and you you know the usual drug like zombies. We can, we can drive through it. Just yeah. a GoPro. And then yeah, we should at some point. 
uh, and then I typed Kensington Avenue nice or something like that. And then there's like a really nice picturesque picture of Kensington Avenue with no drug dealer, obviously from a different angle or from a few years ago, or maybe the road. You know, whatever. And it's all nice families walking around and stuff. And I'm like, you see how easy it is? Oh, it's so easy. All I can do is say this, if you didn't have um, a free media and being able to just film whatever yeah. you want and post it online. Yeah. We should could, do an experiment. Yeah, I could take that nice, lovely picture of Kensington Avenue in Philadelphia, that drug street that is known around the world, this, and say, this is what downtown Philadelphia this looks like. This is Philadelphia. Yeah, and show this beautiful picture of like families walking hand in hand on this road. And then I could find the worst picture of China's poverty, drug dealer, home people, homeless people, and say, this is what China looks yep. like everywhere. Yep. And that's what China does. I mean, Philly, like, I'll be honest with you, a lot of parts of it are pretty rough, right? Yeah, but yeah. I could make it look so freaking good. I could that's literally, give me a couple hours, I come back. Yeah, I could I could whip up a ten minute video real Dude, quick, and it could look super like easy. the nicest city in the entire. Yeah, world. like the most. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. Cultured, amazing yeah. place. That's what China does. So please don't believe the propaganda. Anyway, so this is a, a demonstration of that. So do you want to start out this thread? So this is on a uh, CCP subreddit. Yeah, it's called R Sino, and yeah, it's, it's a, like it's a pro CC pro Chinese government. Yeah. Um, subreddit. Yes, and pro pro. Yeah. You know, authoritarian country. Yes. Anyway, uh, it says, is, is homelessness common in China? I imagine the PRC, People's Republic of China, has social programs to combat this. No. The guy's literally called something something communist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Someone said, no, it isn't. It's incredibly rare. That's why Chinese tourists are always shocked by how many homeless people there are in Western cities like Paris or New York. For Chinese people and anyone influenced by Confucian thought, homelessness is heavily looked down upon and it is to be prevented as much as possible. It is seen as a sign of mismanaged, a mismanaged or failed society. And then somebody came Falling in, society. obviously yeah. a follower of the subreddit, because yeah. you, you, know, you have to subscribe or whatever, I think, says, as someone living in China, I have seen a lot of homeless people. Heck, I could probably go outside right now within a few minutes and find four or five. And he, he went outside, literally walked downstairs from his apartment at night. Yeah. And so goes, there you here go. you go. And he, so he actually posted like with a timestamp of a bunch of homeless people living on the side of the yeah, road in China. Just, and then he's just like, there's outside. some, and there's some, and there's some. It's like six or seven of them here, right? Yeah. Within minutes of him posting that. Absolutely, because China does have a homeless problem. And yes. we've both seen it. I've got lots of video footage of homeless people. Right. And it's just a thing that happens, it's just, just, right? It's Don't nothing, pretend it doesn't. It's nothing to be ashamed of. No. Uh, you will have, you know, downtrodden people in every society. There are failings in every society. Yeah. And uh, homeless people exist in China, and there are a lot of them. Yeah. So this whole idea that China is a utopian place with no homeless people is rubbish. Yes. And in fact, China is very um, invested in this idea that there are no homeless people. Yes. So if you go to the big oh, cities, yeah. the police round up any homeless people and actually yeah. ship them out into the countryside. Yeah. In Shenzhen... But you'll still see them everywhere. Do, you know, I used to have a contact in the um, Shenzhen Daily Newspaper, okay, who obviously had contact with the government. And yeah, she actually it told, is the government. She told me a few days before the Shenzhen mayor was arrested for corruption that he was about to be arrested for corruption, that kind of thing. Oh, so yeah, I had like nice. an inside thing. Right. She told me what the police did in the winter there in Shenzhen is... Because it actually gets really cold. Yeah. Which is... Not icy. No, dude, it's freezing. It's no. like... It's no. weird. It's hey, not like I get it, dude. Yeah. I lived there. You know, you know, because it's such it's a not snowing. I don't no, want people to be no, confused. no. It's not snowing, but you know, it's it's hot and humid for yes. most of the year. But yeah. then when winter comes in for a couple of months, it's really freaking cold because it's wet. 
Yeah, and yeah. there's no insulation no. in any buildings nope. or anything. And it's freaking cold. So what they do is during the like really cold winter things is the police would offer or the government would offer uh, free blankets and food for homeless people kind of program. And they'd go around, hey, you want free blankets and, you know, food? And they, all the homeless people that turned up for that or got on the bus or whatever, they'd get a free blanket and they'd get food, but then they'd also be put on a bus that would take them like a thousand miles or whatever, like yeah, yeah. hundreds and hundreds of kilometers out of the city and just drop them off on, on the, the side, side of, of the, the road. road. And they, Middle of nowhere. Yeah, they got no money and they no, can't no come food, back. No phone. No, yeah. <laughs> That's how they used to get rid of the homeless people in Shenzhen. Yep. Um, just so you know. Anyway, after he posted this, because yeah. he was like, what the F, right? Yeah. He got banned. Yeah, he permanently got pr- banned. Permanently banned yeah. I got banned from Sino after I said hi. I'm pretty sure I said hi. Dude, we're their number one enemy. Yeah. They which hate is, us. Which is dumb because I don't care if they exist or not. Yeah. I just, you know. You're not allowed to participate in anything that goes against the narrative that the Chinese government is bad. I like a note from moderator. Tiananmen Square is vindicated by China's yeah. development. This is, this, is their, this, is, this is allowed on Reddit. Which, yeah. Okay, freedom of speech. But I see a lot of stuff that is anti-CCP that gets pulled on Reddit, by the way. Yeah. Just an article I was going to use today. Yeah. It was gone off of world news. The moderators had removed it. It was critical of the CCP. I was like, uh, what? Yeah. It's a bit scary what's going on. Yeah. Anyway. Look what Elon did with Twitter. Right? Yeah. Kind of crazy. So here's <laughs> um, here's something I did on Mother's Day is I posted this. I said, uh, this Mother's Day, let's not forget about the kidnapped woman chained to a wall in China who was forced to have eight children and then disappeared by the Chinese government because she was an embarrassment for them. Because she has disappeared. Yeah. You remember Chain Woman? Yeah. We've, we talked about her before. We had whole shows dedicated to her. But for all intents and purposes, she's disappeared from um, public view. No one cares about her anymore. No one talks about her anymore. Within China, you can't talk about her. She has disappeared. Yes. Nobody knows where she went. Very shortly after the whole uh, situation broke out, she disappeared and was never heard from again. Yeah. Okay. The guy uh, who chained her up as a sex slave for however many years and had eight kids with her and all that other nonsense, he finally got sentenced. He got eight years, was it? Yeah. Like eight so. years? But that was only because it was in the public eye. Yeah, only because it was in the public eye. But the village is still shut down. Yep. People can't go visit nope. to see. So, you know, it's typical, like, sweep it under the rug. Anyone who tries to talk about it, shut them up. Yep. And just, you know, eventually people forget about a type of situation. Yeah. So I was just poking a little bit to raise some awareness. And I have never seen... In the, in the longest time, I have never seen such a violent response to any of my tweets. Because I tweet a lot. And most of the time, the Wu Mao know it's pointless to, yeah. to challenge me. They'll don't challenge it, me. Don't if, give it views. Yeah, yeah, if I go comment on someone else's tweet, they'll attack me there. But on my own tweets, they leave me alone. Not this time. They went ape. It's... They were like, oh, yeah, what about America? Like, why are you talking about China? Why do you hate women from other countries so much? Uh, you sex pat, this racist sex pat, all this shit. Like, you know... Um, about, yeah, they they were losing it. Yeah, and, and keep honestly, on vir- virtue signal, signaling losers. Then you know, right. look at the white supremacists making up shit about China to grift. I'm not making that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This but is a this Chinese is, issue. Welcome to disinfo, bro. Yeah. So the whole point is. By the way, that uh, poster that I shared was made by Chinese people who are deeply concerned about this. This is a, a Chinese woman. Yeah. Okay. This is a big problem in China. It affects Chinese people. It's not, it's not like, it's weird. Like, how am I uh, uh, making up stuff about yeah, China? you're arguing how, with the wall. Yeah, here. I'm just saying, like, how am I a white supremacist racist by raising 
awareness for a problem in China for Chinese people. For, yeah, for Chinese women. If if I was like, oh, screw every other race, you know, and like, right. oh, just just me and myself you're, you're and mine. You're not arguing with anything. I know, I'm just saying yeah. it's it makes no sense, but they use all these buzzwords because they think it's going to help. Anyway, I haven't seen such a massive amount of uh, pushback against anything. So it proves that it's an incredibly sensitive yes. topic. Yeah, you obviously picked the scab they really want covered up now. They did not like when people... I got super attacked when it first happened, and I did that whole live stream about it. Man, I got attacked. Yeah. And this is obviously something they're, they're now like, oh, well, it's over now. And then yeah. you brought the wound back up. Guys, keep pushing at this chain woman yes. topic. Talk about it more. Okay, talk a lot about it. I mean, it's kind of crazy. For instance, I looked at some of these guys, okay? So one of the guys who kept, you know attacking me about this. His name is Peter Dahl. So I went to his Twitter. I clicked on his replies to see, you know, who does he normally reply to? And he only replies to me. Yep. Every single one of his replies, China, China has made every accounts single just one of his you. posts is only to attack me on Twitter. Yep. That's it. Yep. He's not interacted with anyone else. He's not ever posted anything to anyone else, it's only whenever I post, he comes and posts. Yep. And this is one of many. I'm not going to bore you with all the this Twitter drama, but I went to look through all of them, and that's what I saw, is that these are people that are literally made to attack me, and especially this chain woman thing, set them off. Big time. So uh, this is a big PSA out there. Remind the world about chain women. Don't mm. forget about her because no. the Chinese government has almost completely successfully sweeped her under the rug. Yep. And that's not acceptable and it's not okay. It's not okay to have people chained to the wall in the rural countryside where they're abused and uh, used as sex slaves and whatnot. And this is happening yep. in China and it's not just an isolated case. It does happen. Yep. Human trafficking is a big deal in China, especially now with the shortage of men. Yep. Human trafficking from neighboring countries shortage like... Shortage of women? Yeah, sorry, shortage of women. I keep saying... Well, I, times, maybe it's because I'm thinking shortage of, you know, like reasonable men. You know what I mean? This is the shit that's being pulled off now with all the, the trafficking and stuff. But yeah, I do mean shortage of women, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So they traffic women in from Laos, Cambodia, Vietnam, all that kind of stuff and sell them. And so it's a big deal. And that's the kind of issue that needs to be focused on, guys. So yeah, just a reminder. Anyway, time to move on to uh, World of View, where we talk about everything in the world, specifically with regard to China. And uh, how about you kick this one off for us? China asks embassies to avoid propaganda and apparent reference to pro-Ukrainian displays. So Chinese embassies in, uh, sorry, yeah. Western and different countries' embassies in China will put up posters or banners or whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. It's yeah. their embassy, right? It's their sovereign territory. Yeah, it's territory. your sovereign territory. You can do what you want. Uh, so Canada here has a support Ukraine thing, right? Yeah. Support Ukraine, we're together, um, signed in Chinese on their embassy in China. And now China's asking people to, take that these down. embassies to take them down. Now think mm -hmm. about this. China's gone out there on the world stage and said, we protect country sovereignty. Mm -hmm. So that means you need to leave embassies alone then. Yes. Number two, they go out and say that we don't take Russia's side on this thing. We, we, we support everyone's side. We want you guys to work this out. Like the world doesn't need more war. But then they operate on Russia's behalf and tells people to tells countries, sovereign countries to remove posters about Ukraine. Of course. So I think, I mean, it's they try so hard to go out there in the press and say we didn't take a side, but they take a side so hard. It's too difficult for them. <laughs> yeah. They're not sophisticated enough. No. The Chinese government is not sophisticated and no. it's... 
They're getting more sophisticated because of their collaboration with Russia. They're learning a lot of tricks from Russia. Because they're propaganda. the propaganda masters, yeah. right? They've infiltrated the U.S. time and time again. Yeah, so they're learning a lot, but they're still not sophisticated enough, and they make a lot of blunders. <laughs> they make yeah. their intentions known very clearly a lot. Yes. So, yeah, that's a, a big thing in, in world news. Now, how about this? I, I was shocked to see this. Okay. Um, a TED Talk popped up on my radar. And a yeah. TED Talk about what the world can learn from China's innovation playbook. And it's from K.U. Jin. Yeah, I saw uh, this. People were sharing this around. And like, uh, and I was, yeah, so I watched it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Tone deaf right yeah. now. This was literally Chinese propaganda. On yeah. TED. Not TEDx, not the separate one. Yeah, on TED. TED. Yeah. Official TED. Mm. And you know what's funny is after the uh, after YouTube got rid of the downvote button, yeah. right, being able to see it, you don't know. So I was going through the comments. There was a lot of critical ones. Tons of Chinese people that were like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, right. It, just play it for a little bit. I want to show you like a, just a little excerpt comment here. This has got yeah. a bunch of upvotes. Chinese woman, right? What are you oh, doing? No, it just went. You said oh, play okay. it, and it was just quick. Oh, your sorry. your your slides are too fast. You always say they're too slow. Yeah, well, you gotta have a balance. Okay. Anyway, know? from Alicia Hong says. She's the daughter of a high-ranking government official. Her father, Chinese government official. Chinese government official. Her father was a vice minister of finance in China. Her experience and interpretation of China has nothing to do <laughs> with the 1.4 billion ordinary Chinese people. Yeah. Now, there are so many bot accounts, by the way, in this. This is not being one of them. This is a, yeah. looks like a very organic account, right? Or, yeah. or, or organic comment. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are like, good, she's telling China's story well. Like, yeah. straight out of propaganda playbook, right? Of course, right? of course. But if you look at it, if you download a plugin, it actually will um, show you the downvotes. Show you the downvotes. Look, it's it's one point something k upvotes. 1.6 k upvotes. Yeah, it's more more than half. Two point four k downvotes. Yeah. yeah, like double the amount of downvotes. Because yeah. people watch this and they're like, "Are you kidding me?" Basically, mm -hmm. the TLDR, too lazy, didn't read, is this video is like China learn how to steal IP and now makes cheap stuff. So that's the future world model, and you <laughs> should be happy with that. I did watch it, and I remember it being a, just a fluff piece about China's. <laughs> offensive. Yeah, exactly. It's a fluff Sorry. piece about you know China's yeah. economy and how great China is and, and yes. all that sort of thing. And I find it very disingenuous, and I find it incredibly worrying that uh, companies like TED yes. platform what Chinese doing? propaganda. It's Chinese propaganda. It really is. You've got a, the daughter of a high-ranking um, Chinese the Communist Party, you know, government official going on there. And trying to talk as if it's a yeah. personal story, you yes. know. And oh, this is great. And a lot of people take note of TED talks, now, you know. Yeah. And a lot a of really good good people do TED talks too, but they should screen this kind of shit out. Well, I think it's um, I think it's okay if you're going to take all sides, but I'd like to see an opposing viewpoint. That's what I would like to all see. Right. No, you can have whatever you want. Like a person, a, a daughter of a Chinese government official, is still a person that can talk. Sure. I don't give a shit. She can sure. do whatever she wants. Maybe uh, forewarned. Maybe forewarned, maybe a label saying mm. this person is affiliated with the Chinese government. Yeah, this and person's it, dad is literally the finance minister of I, the I, People's again, Republic of China. I don't want to. <laughs> you know? No, I don't want to attribute anyone to their parents what sure. they do. I think that's completely unfair. I think whatever, give her the platform, okay. right? Mm -hmm. But allow and and make sure someone is allowed to have an opposing viewpoint. Sure. Platform somebody with the with a different viewpoint because I bet there's a lot of people that would love to go on TED. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, that have a different viewpoint. Sure, that would absolutely love to bring out some statistics as to why this is not true and yeah. why this is not a sustainable global model for other countries. Yeah, and I think there's plenty of us <clears throat> that would love <laughs> yeah. to make a speech like that on TED, but absolutely would never ever get platformed on of TED. Of course not. Yeah, 
it pays to have connections. And I have a feeling, I just have a feeling deep in my heart that there, somebody that has favorable opinions of the CCP would get platform more than someone that doesn't on TED. Well, just, I just have an opinion. Just I have the, tra- the track record of the people who have been speaking on sure. there kind of proves that. Sure. You know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, it's good let to us put- on TED. We'll, uh, we'd love to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> What's this all about? Uh, this is a thing about... Um, actually, can we save that? We save that for the other thing. Yeah, because we've got a bunch, a bunch yeah. of people have been arrested recently, especially yeah. here in America. Um, uh, we've got uh, that whole thing with Coca Cola. We've got an Apple employee. There's a, there's a bunch of people that have been recently arrested for stealing uh, secrets. You know, yeah. doing industrial espionage and and sending them off to China. So IP theft, things like that. So we'll include that in sure. that whole thing. Um, Maybe this is kind of your your favorite thing to yeah. talk about. So let's do My it. My favorite thing, yeah. Belt Bell Road. Uh, so you guys know what the Belt and Road Initiative is? It's China giving massive infrastructure loans and projects to developing countries mm-hmm. in order to get very very debt trap laden countries to be beholden to them. Yeah, right? and access to minerals and deep water ports and things like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. China is one of the most unforgiving partners. And this is a problem is a lot of these countries, whether they're corrupt or they're free countries or whatever, they liked the idea that, hey, this is like a new alternative to mm-hmm. America or the Western development funds, right? Mm-hmm. Let's take China's development fund. They're gonna add, they're not gonna ask too many questions. They're not gonna have oversight boards. They'll just send people over and build something, you know, we'll we'll pay them back later. Yeah. Well, 12 countries now are in, you know, a lot of them are on the brink of collapse at this point. Yeah. Uh, they're not able to balance their uh, government funds yeah. with the debt to China, right? So being able to pay for education, healthcare, all these things that they need in these countries, like countries like Sri Lanka and Pakistan, mm. are able to pay or, or, or help their citizens out with domestic programs because they owe China money. And now China's yeah. coming knocking. Getting up, trying to get that money back. And they, they believe the lies. You see, China sells lies. Okay, yes. They sell these lies that we're going to come start these mega projects, like we're going to build a railroad or yep. we're going to build a bridge or schools. Yep. And it's going to give a lot of like work opportunities, so employment opportunities for the local population. It's really going to help your economy <laughs> greatly. Yes. But when they actually sign it over, China ends up sending all of the laborers over to do the job. Yep. They end up not developing a big sort of workforce of local people because they just bring Chinese people over. So everybody loses. Yeah, it's a lose-lose. And the, the infrastructure that's built is of poor quality and junk. Yeah, we'll get into that in a second. Anyway, mm. a good example of this, um, just keep going. Yeah. A good example of this was Sri Lanka, right, yeah. who had a, took a massive loan from China. Yeah. 50% of their, after they defaulted on China's loan, 50% of the country fell into poverty. Mm. 50%, half of the country fell into poverty and it turned into civil unrest. It was the polar opposite of what China promises. Yeah. In volatile countries that need uh, loans for infrastructure projects, they promise stability. Look at the China model. We are stable. Look at our propaganda. We're such a yeah. stable country. Yeah, yeah. We'll bring stability to you. And they go, okay, thank God. Right. Yeah. Finally. Finally. We don't have to do this slow burning route of d- democratic voting things in. Right. Mm. We just like, let China build our shit. Yeah, exactly. What happens is China charges high interest rates, right? And makes these countries pay back tons and tons of money that can't afford it, become beholden to them and and end up handing over things like ports, right? And then putting food programs by the wayside in these countries and people end up starving to death. Yeah. So we're in a situation now where countries like Sri Lanka defaults and goes into complete chaos, which is the exact opposite of what China promises. Very, very unforgiving uh, uh, debtor. 
yeah. very, very relentless in hounding countries for the debt. And when they default, they have nowhere to go, right? Yeah. It's really, really bad. And that's now 12 countries now that are facing crisis uh, because yeah. of this. Think about it this way. Imagine um, you, you go to a car dealership and there's this really flashy sports car. Yeah. And you're like, wow, that I'd love that sports car. And the guy comes up to you, he's like, yeah, well, I'll give you a good deal. I'll put you on a loan. You can pay it off over like, uh, I don't know, 20 years or whatever. Yeah. You can you can manage it. I'm sure you'll figure it out. So then you you take them up on the offer. And then as soon as you drive it out of the dealership, it breaks and yeah. it cannot be fixed. It's of such poor quality and it's such a mess. But you've signed the documents and you still have to pay that car off over 20 years. But you don't want it because it's a piece of junk. So then he sends loan sharks in who start to take your parents' furniture and your parents' yeah. house away. That's kind of what's happening with yep. this. And so at the end of the day, you didn't even get the sports car that you you know ruined your life for because it doesn't work. And all you did was ruin your life and the life of everyone around you. It's kind of exactly what's happening. Yeah. Uh, countries like Pakistan are now going through uh, power outages and stuff. Mm -hmm. These are the nations that are being squeezed into China debt, okay? So they're yeah. total foreign debt. A, do a dozen developing nations are most indebted to China, are eating into tax revenue and draining foreign currency reserves to repay loans to the world's uh, largest government lender and reluctant to forgive debt. Yes. Yeah, one reluctant for to forgive debt. China doesn't forgive debt, right? No, it doesn't forgive debt. That's a stupid <laughs> thing. Uh, and I guess a lot of these developing countries are used to, uh, when dealing with the Western world, for a lot of compassionate aid and yes. a lot of compassionate debt forgiveness and things like that. They haven't dealt with China yet. No, and I think Laos is a great example. Look at this: about fifty percent of China's foreign or Laos Laos's foreign debt is owed to China. Yeah. When I went around Laos, right, with my mm. wife, yeah, we saw abject poverty. Very, very, very poor. But we also saw villages and schools and roads built by Japan that were donated by the Japanese donated, government yeah. and, and donate, donated from charitable organizations in Japan. These are not things to be paid back, right? Yeah. These were things set up for an altruistic and uh, for altruistic means and also diplomatic means, right? Mm. Whereas China doesn't do that. China no. doesn't go and build you stuff for free. They don't say, here's a village, here's our charity. Yeah. They go, now you owe us twice as much, right? Yes. And now you're in a situation where Laos is owned by China. Yes. If you go to Laos now, it's owned by China, yeah. right? Look at these other countries. Look at Angola's half owned by China. Their foreign debt's half China now. Yeah. Pakistan's way up there. And Pakistan's one that China really needs. China has no allies in this world, right? Sure. And Pakistan was the closest thing that they kind of had. And now Pakistan is really, really getting disheartened with this. Uh, yeah, disenfranchised. Yeah, disenfranchised yeah. with, uh, you know, China asking for their money back at this point because it's plunging the country into chaos. That's right, yeah. Um, you have all these countries, Ecuador, Sri Lanka, Kenya, Ethiopia, Zambia, Mongolia, Uganda, Mozambique, Republic of Congo. Mm -hmm. These countries are so in debt to China that it's manipulating how they live their life. Yeah. Right, how their citizens live their day-to-day -day life. And it's already happening. This is something that's supposed to maybe happen way down the road. Yeah. It's already happening now. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's very, very, very unfortunate. Um, Look at this. Yeah. This is the main dam of uh, Neelam Jellam hydro, Hydropower Project, which is seen in Pakistan. The power plant was built by a Chinese uh, consortium, and it had to be shut down for fear that it could collapse. Yeah, this is the one that they found all those thousands of cracks in. Yep. And I mean, th that's what we're talking about here. Yes, we'll build you a, a dam and it's going to be great because it'll really boost the economy and you'll have power and whatnot. So yeah, yeah. they come in, yeah. but then they don't hire any locals. They bring all the Chinese workers to do it. And then they build some poor quality piece of shit that's just going to break anyway and has to be shut down. So what's the point? Now you owe billions to China for a piece of shit dam that 
you can't even use. I mean, if you see the quality of infrastructure projects in China, then you wouldn't, you would go running away from it if they came yeah. knocking to your country and saying, let us build this for you. Yeah. No, absolutely Why? not. Why? It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a, a seller in Pakistan that's barely keeping the lights on trying to sell stuff because a lot of these. Oh, what the hell is this? What is this disgusting, oh, yeah, hideous, this hideous. Um, that was for Xiaoban Ho. Yeah. Well, maybe we should explain what it is. Uh, that is a frog mm-hmm. and you, you know, sometimes there's frogs consumed and I've eaten frog in China many times. Yeah. But like, you, you know, we'll pay extra for like a whole, a whole cooked frog in a soup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this one had a belly full of cockroaches. This was for a different segment. It was not supposed to be in the Yeah. So this pack. frog had eaten a belly full of cockroach. Yeah. He obviously found like a cockroach nest. Guys, don't or, look at this. This is not supposed to be in the show. Maybe he, maybe he actually found like a bunch of dead cockroaches that have been poisoned or something right this is a chad frog how do you find so many cockroaches in one place is my question because he obviously ate them like very recently that's a lot of cockroaches yeah so he must have come across like i don't know a glue trap or something he doesn't have that enzyme that tells you when you're full yeah and he just ate like a boatload of cockroaches he got caught and cooked and put in a soup cooked whole free vote clip (laughs) yeah dude you guys the shabbat hoes you hoes know about the vote clips i'm i'm kind of uh surprised (laughs) this made it in here this is a shabbat ho type thing yeah no no i didn't this is hideous and next to the like child's plate makes the child's plate juxtaposition makes it so much worse this is one of the most horrendous things i've ever seen take it off by the way if you want to see more stuff like that oh yeah just go on over to pitch.com forward slash adv podcast and you can uh join the shabbat ho here. Do you know why that happened? Why? Because I had the next media pack for Shabon Ho in the same timeline when I exported it. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I did the R, you know, like, yeah. you know, yeah. in and out. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. There's, there's a picture at the end. Okay. All Sorry right. about that, guys. Yeah, you guys sure you don't want to see that again? Wait. I mean, I'm, oh, it's not working anymore. A lot of people probably want to see that. Okay, well, anyway. Um, uh, it's That's probably a little better than a belly full of cockroaches from a frog. That's pretty gross. Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah. Sorry, guys. I did I not I think we've pretty much reached, show you that. <laughs> reached the end of... Uh, the child the, plate. <laughs> yeah, the child. It looks like a child uh, plate. Anyway, so uh, we can still see it. It's up on the screen here. You guys, Take it away. You guys can't see it, but um, I mean... Take it away. Get it out of there. Are you sure? I think people might want to see it again. Just just in case. That's disgusting. Just in case you hadn't seen it properly yet. That I'm is, sorry, guys. That is literally really? like the seventh level person. of hell. It is. That is. And no, like if you went back to a 1400s like book. Yeah, Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno. You go in there. Or a different rendition. It's yeah, like, yeah. As I approach the fifth level of hell, <laughs> I was surrounded by frogs, bellies full of cockroaches, <laughs> infestations surrounded by ankles. Yes. You know what I mean? It'll be something It'll like It'll be that. like the next part of torture yes oh man that's really kind of disgusting um anyway uh it's a possible person but wait 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 we got to get into the q it's q a guys it's a yamcha this is our q a section where we answer your questions and you question our answers and um basically what happens is you watch it live we leave it up over the weekend all right and then on monday we cut it out of the show but if you are a patron uh any level patron you can watch the full show whenever you want yes anyway, i get to loosen the time we get sorry to I, I really apologize guys there's a lot of backlash there by the on way the if you like this video if you like this live stream please give it a thumbs up because yeah <laughs> it's yeah it'll help out the algorithm yeah give it a thumbs up uh, sure for the for that. the split roach frog or for the dancing, everyone's like, bring back the dancing girls. <laughs> bring back the dancing girls. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it on in the background uh, yeah, for sure. you guys. Uh, the ex- you mean the exercise? Yeah, the exercise. It's, exercise. it's exercise, yeah. yeah. 
Um, anyway, post-apocalyptic breakfast. A possible person said, real hoes vote yes. Yes, exactly. Real. If you if you know if you're a hoe, if you're on Shaban Ho, you know you vote yes. That's correct, yes. We had, uh, by the way, the, the spoiler to that is every episode of Shaban Ho, we have a vote clip. Yes. Meaning it's way worse than the stuff we had just previously covered that episode. So we vote. We give you a little like. So excerpt. yeah. So it's on on the audience, not us. So like, yeah. if we show it, it's not our fault. Yes. It's like you 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 voted for it, so you get it type thing. Yeah, and I think it was three episodes. Usually the vote clips like ninety percent say yes, ten percent say no. Yeah. So the real hoes vote yes, right? But a few episodes ago, because of what we showed them prior to that, I yeah. think it was almost fifty fifty. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. was shocking. It was close. It was close. It, it yeah. almost got voted no. Right. We've never had one vote no, but that was the closest we've come. Excellent. Anyway, um, shall we get into it? Yes. Uh, Jim Flag, thank you for the gifts mm -hmm. of memberships. Slava yeah, Ukraini, thank, thank you as well. Uh, let me just explode this a little bit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Black Halo 6, finally, something China and I agree on. Lol, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the the title, guess... obviously. Oh, I yeah. thought you were talking about frogs and cockroaches. No, no, really. no, no, no. I don't even think China agrees with that, my friend. No. <laughs> Uh, call it 1203. This Yamcha segment of the China show is brought to you by Lianghua Qingwen Medicine Capsules. I have a cold, do you? <laughs> yes. GF, I have a cold. I should probably make that into a soundbite. I do have a couple of new ones, but yeah. I got one here that we're going to have to talk about at some point. Nothing would bother me anymore. I don't even know how the context would be for that. I guess it could happen. Yeah, yeah, we got, what, nothing could bother me anymore? I think that's what she says. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Is yeah. that box? No. It was. Oh, was it? Yeah. It's a box. I'm box. Is this box? Nothing would yeah, bother it me anymore. <laughs> it is box. Yeah. yeah. Box. <laughs> I'm box. Mm -hmm. uh, Ross Wolf, the way you describe how business works in China reminds me a lot of the Ferengi from Star Trek. Yeah. Seven Heko Red says, wow. So good. Oh, yeah. Let me Let me dig that up for you. Wow, so good. Oh, what is Rick like? Oh, Rick. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Rick? Rick likes the frog. I thought he liked the dancing girl, the Me exercise too. girl. No, he, he likes the, the disgusting frog. <laughs> oh, no. That is one of the worst looking pictures I've seen in a very long time. You know, after the, what we covered in Shaban Ho like a few weeks ago, I'm not even bothered anymore. <laughs> sure, I'm desensitized. Sure, sure, sure. That was truly horrific. That was terrible, yeah. Two, three in a row. Mm, was mm. it three episodes in, Two a in a row? Two in a row. Yeah. Real bad. Yeah. Much worse than that. Sure, sure. Whew, well, kind of. I don't know. I'll be so, honest with you. Why not? If I was told to take a bite of that or a bite of what we showed in Shaban Ho, I, I don't know. It would be a very hard Oh, I'd, you'd rather eat the frog because it's cooked. Like the cockroaches yeah, But you have to eat cooked. the cockroaches. You, you have to... want to eat that, what you're thinking about? I mean, neither. <laughs> neither. I just but don't know. But what do you know. think will make you more sick? It's pretty obvious. A cooked cockroach isn't going to hurt you. Yeah. You know what? It's going to hurt you. Yeah. It's yeah, a sure. raw that. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, Too it's raw that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Joe Kuala Neiman. Thank you very oh, much. Thank Happy you. Friday to you too. Uh, I've noticed that Morton Steakhouse seems to be the party of the new wave of verbose Chinese China shills along with an Aussie and a guy from Manchester. The new wave, same as the old wave. Love the show, guys. I have no idea <laughs> yes, what you're talking about, bro. Yeah. yeah. Um, Big Gamer 11. Hey guys, mm -hmm. do you think that the demographic crisis might exacerbate the situation with Taiwan? Yes, absolutely. Of course it will, yeah. With CCP logic, could they invade to get more people? It's not about getting more people, it's about taking over the semiconductor industry. That's pretty much it. 
I'm asking because I had this theory with a China, with a Russia demographic crisis. Now it wouldn't be about population; it'd be about the economy and global control. Yeah. Jack C missed the show last Friday for my 21st birthday. Oh, Here's sweet. a drink on me. Thank you. Now I can do it legally, lol. That's Props brilliant. Happy birthday. Enjoy it. By the way, I wanted to shout out uh, WAUSA, uh, WAUSA or Washington USA, however you say your name, because I think you thought I wouldn't give you a shout out, but I did. And now your mom can be proud of you. Yeah. Cool. And RCMKPS, old friend of the show. Um, happy birthday to you. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Seriously, mate. Have a good one um k-y-e-a-s fan says i thought the alert to watch the video said the china show wants you to have sex (laughs) just wanted to thank you guys for the encouragement and i'll give it my best shot okay (laughs) have a good weekend hey we're pulling for you we hope you manage to achieve your goals yes absolutely uh eclipse sale thank you very much david lopan says i have an idea for a meme joe pesci they're effing us with the ccp from lethal weapon 4 the one with jet lee and chris rock try it out man <laughs> you make it bro yeah you can make Shout that. out to david lopan for mm-hmm. david's um time stamps, time stamps. yeah we he appreciate it very much puts time whenever you want to find out where something is in the show just go down below in the comment section and he will have made those yeah russell thander says i'm from india and it said that we are behind China's population fate by 20 years for completely different reasons, though. Uh, but as we, as the average, India is kind of happy with that, with it because the sheer amount of people here has led to huge issues here. Mm. Chase left. Thank you very much. Yeah, I've seen it with my own eyes. Cayman, you know this is going to be a good episode when I'm in stitches and we haven't even reached the main segment. You guys are crushing it today. Thank you oh, very much. We hope we're it. crushing it. We felt good about today's episode. Yeah, Put especially a lot of work the, the, the Lian Hua Qingwen stuff, you know. I love it. It's always good to have so some ridiculous. humor because I'll be honest with you. <laughs> you look up China content on anywhere, really. And it's very devoid of a lot of humor. You got to laugh at a lot of this stuff because yeah. it's pretty dumb yeah. and very funny. We got plenty more where that came from. Don't worry. Yes. We have a massive treasure trove of uh, like those pathetic adverts, for instance. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, there's more. There's actually a whole like lore. There's a whole like culmination and compilation. Weddings and Jeff makes a comeback. Jeff comes back from the dead. His, his dead wife, you his know, dead his, wife. that poisoned him or whatever. Yeah. You know, she comes back too. Why do you think she's in that photo? And he like. <laughs> you know exactly. What I mean? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Um. Cayman, you know this is going to be a good episode. I just read that. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of that Doom My Home Wad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? My House Wad. Yeah. Changes over and over again. Yep. Uh, Russell Thander, you guys have made very valid points about how CCP hasn't have, uh, doesn't have a 100-year intricate master plan, but rather do knee-jerk reactions to problems, but also vice versa with compelling points from others. I don't know who to trust. You know what, Russell? You can trust us. Mm-hmm. Not only do we live there, but we have shown time and time again that that's just not the case. Yes. <laughs> over and over and over again. Absolutely. And if you ever want a very poignant example that will always make sense to you, just look at zero COVID. Yep. That's all you need to look at. Yep. That's it. Uh, thank you, Russell. And I hope you come around and find the truth and logic in us because we're not sponsored by anyone. Yeah. It's just our thoughts and our experience that we base that off of real life experience. There's another big difference is that if we were to make a mistake in anything we said, uh, we'd definitely correct ourselves. We're totally not uh, above doing that. We ain't infallible, (laughs) that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Logos42, first time super chat. Sorry, I'm changing the background to something boring because I don't want people to have an epileptic fit. This is the same clip over over again. I don't know, make a poll. Do you want Dancing Girl back? Because it's not that that long. I actually have a lot more footage from that. that oh, exercise, evening. sorry. Yeah, exercise. But, um, you know, uh, I just posted a little bit of it. So it's a fairly short clip that's looping, you know. 
Uh, boring building. <laughs> boring government building. Exercise girls. Yeah, let's make this more interactive. That's what the show's all about, right? I'll say exercise teachers because they're <laughs> yeah. kind of like instructors. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Background. Okay, you can vote in the poll. The poll is up. Poll yeah. is up. This is a democratic show, but it's a direct democracy. So Correct. we will not uh, skew anything in one direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Exercise like teachers. Oh, it's battling out. I like I, that people are voting boring building. I, I know. I'm right? team boring building. Yeah, this is a government building, by the way. See, I'm team boring building. I love a good boring government mm. building. Just to spice <laughs> it up a little <laughs> sure. bit, you know. <laughs> anyway, let's continue on. Team boring building, let's go. Vote in my <laughs> vote for what I want. That's that's not influencing yeah. the democracy at all. Uh, Logos forty two, first time super chat. Uh, why does the camping cold medicine commercial seem seem so? It's because that's maybe where your mind went. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm not read no, the don't. Rest. Yeah. Thank you very much. Though. Appreciate it. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chase left. Any advice for a new dual sport rider in America? Uh, yeah, I definitely do have. Depends on what you're looking for. If you just want like a runaround, um, you can't go wrong with a, what's the, the DRZ, DRZ 400. It's so outdated I, I know, but I'm just saying that's a great every, like all round. Cause you could go with the, remember I got the Yamaha, what was it again? The YBR was it? The YZ, yeah, y, yeah, whatever. Sucks. Yeah. I got the, basically the Yamaha 250, a mm. very nice bike, but it's just a little underpowered for what it is. Um, I'd get a KTM. Yeah, of course, but that's he says he's a beginner, right? Yeah, they're expensive as hell. No, they're not. Really? No, I'll get a small CC KTM. Why yeah. not? I guess, like, if you can afford it. What? It's like six grand. Are they six grand? Yeah. Are they? I thought they were more than that. Not for a, lo- a low one. Anyway, if you wanted a good entry level one, the Suzuki DRZ 400. I think it's a DRZ 400. It's very well known. All the dudes that do wheelies and stuff use those ones. Yeah, you know, uh, they're very customizable. They're Not very fast. low. They're very low tech. Very easy to work on and stuff. If you yeah. want an adventure type dual sport, get a KLR 600 from Kawasaki. So boring. Again, but you yeah. want to compare the price of that to like an Africa Twin or something. Very cheap. I'm just saying. He said entry yeah. level beginner. Sure. Remember, if you're a beginner at something, it's kind of dumb to go and buy a Ferrari if you're just learning how to drive. I didn't say Ferrari. I said a KTM. Okay. KTM meaning you get a, the 350. But that's Perfect an enduro. Balance. No, it needs to be a dual sport. Dual sport. KTM dual sport. Yeah, elite, yeah. street legal. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This is this is it. Are you sure? Yes. Because you know. See the wheel. See or see the light. See the turn signals. Where's the turn signals? I don't see them. Light. Look. Supermoto enduro. Enduro will be good, right? No, enduro is a sport. What do you mean? Supermoto. Why not? Travel. Do a travel bike. Okay. 390 Adventure. There you go. That's not really a deal sport. That's an adventure bike. That, my point is KTM has a ton of those kind of bikes. Sure, I'm sure they do. And it's seven grand for a, for a kitted out bike. That's, That's an adventure expensive. bike. It's only a 390 though. So what? Oh, I'm just saying. It's way more power than that DRZ you just shouted out. Yeah, but a DRZ is not a, an adventure bike. It's a dual sport, which you can yes. put supermoto wheels on and stuff. Very anyway, customizable. Saying you entry have a lot level, of options. Entry level. Yeah. You, can, you can go posh boy route and buy yourself a KTM, which, hey, if you can afford it. It's seven ne- grand for a kitted out one. No, that's an adventure bike. That's not a deal sport. That, tell, adventure tell, bikes are more expensive. Tell me, like, um, I don't know, like, look it up. <laughs> Seriously. Tell me a better brand than KTM when it comes to deal sport. Uh, 
I, I think ATM is probably one of the best. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. you're like saying, go buy a Ferrari as your first car. No, that's not a Ferrari. You're so, talking about like a 30 horsepower motorcycle that costs like six grand. It's not a Ferrari. Well, okay. Let's see. It's not going to be six grand, is it? Though? Six days. What is it called? Six days. Six days a week? I don't know. So we go on these tangents sometimes. Yeah, we're, we're tangentializing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is their dual sport right here. That's like a 150. Yeah, you, well, there's different ones. Okay, their 350 dual sport is 12 grand. I will yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it Ferrari. So you yeah, know, probably Yamaha. Yeah. Well, are you, no, the, Yamaha. the Yamaha 250 is too small. Don't they make a 400? I don't think so. I thought they made a 450. Oh, maybe. Okay, maybe not. Anyway. Okay, maybe you're right about the DRZ. I take it back. Yeah, KTM's too pricey. Um, I'm just being a dick. But if anyway, you, if you're, topic, if you're rich, right back, if back. you're rich, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> but yeah, DRZ... Look at all the videos on that. Um, that's probably a good, cheap entry level. You can buy them secondhand, pretty cheap. You know, exercise teachers one. So time mm. to put exercise teachers back. Okay, up. yeah, democratic vote. For those of you who may have epilepsy, please or uh, stand team by. Building. <laughs> hey, you know, you got to give it a chance. Uh, H. Preciado says, "Great show, three month hiatus, but glad to be back. We're glad to have you back." Yeah. Uh, our China secret police. Whoop whoop whoop. Mm. You are. All under so-called Chinese arrest. Do not check the subreddit. We do not exist. No more picking quarrels and making trouble. Yeah, exactly. There's a subreddit about the Chinese police stations abroad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Carl, I like what you said. Don't trust the rides in China, but also buildings, roads, bridges, tunnels, electric vehicles, food, water. I mean, you got to take things with a grain of salt. Anything that could put your health at risk. Um, and that's because there, there's, a, there's a very unfortunate situation in China where there's uh, shortcuts are taken when they can be taken. Mm. You, you know... It's not a it's not a situation where you can just trust people to do the right thing. That's not how it works in China. Uh, companies are there to make profit. Okay, yes. it's a country that's been through very bad poverty in right. very recent history, and right now they're grabbing as much profit as they can. And if they can turn turn a profit, they will. So if they can put in a cheaper bolt and save ten cents per everything they make, they will. It means a lot. That little bit that most people be like, look, I actually care about my customer's safety more. Yes. So I'll pay that little extra. Yeah. I won't compromise. That doesn't happen in China, in Chinese no. companies. So you have to be very careful. I'm not, you know. I'm very disappointed that you know, people are saying Boba's always win out. That's why the exercise okay. teachers came back. But I can't stand this guy. I'm like a Puritan. I'm basically <laughs> like, uh, I look away when they kiss in movies. I don't want to see any of this SEX <laughs> really? stuff. Okay. I believe the sanctity of marriage. Mm-hmm. And I believe it should be done behind closed doors okay. with the person that you chose, mm-hmm. you know, to spend the rest of your life with. You better have a ring on that finger. You know yeah. What I mean? Is your wife watching us something? No Bobas for me. <laughs> okay, let's carry on. <laughs> I'm not watching this Bobas background. He's exercise Boba teachers. Fett, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Mark Carl, I remember 40 years ago, adopting girls was very common, never boys. Yeah, that's right, because there was... Um, yeah. No unwanted girls was a problem in China. Huge problem. And it's kind of an interesting thing that a lot of uh, children adopted were adopted by China from Americans. Yeah. yeah. You know? And with this you know, shortage of children and all the kidnapping problems, you know, you would think that people would just adopt in China, but they don't. That's right. I'm not looking at this. Yeah. Anyway, version in the background is ridiculous. <laughs> it's I'm, a, I'm such a prude, by the way. If any of you guys know me, I'm a prude mother effer. Yeah, I know um, you. And that's not true. I am. The sanctity of marriage is pure. <laughs> How dare Let's you? Let's continue. Yeah. Doc Slothington says, Swipe short to send kings. Him a text. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if... <laughs> 
What about in Christ? My wife doesn't give a shit. Sure. My wife's not a prude. I'm a prude. Mm, yeah, yeah. I hope she's a prude. I hope she's saved herself for marriage. Yeah. No. Anyway, it's good to <laughs> She believes in the sanctity of marriage as well. Sure. Uh, short kings. What about incredibly short, old, wrinkled sloth kings? <laughs> no, they're fine. Are there those? Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Chippy Weez. Tractors worth two oxen and four young goats. <laughs> yeah. Tractor. Good old tractor. tractor. We got to bring her back. She should be a soundbite. She's great. Yeah. I love tractor. Yeah. I did. Like I said, I got a couple of uh, soundbites here. I'll, what is this? Oh, one? yes. I'd love to try this. Oh, there's oh, a lot of context like, to that one. Yeah. That'd be a good one. We've got um, CPPC. CPPC. That's been stuck in my head quite a bit, by the way. We've got the box ones. We've got a couple of the usual classics here. Anyway, let's continue. Uh, the engaged for you reading histories about China I was led to believe that the Chinese were very circumspect and long, thought long term but watching the CCP lately I feel lied to I think you mean the oh sorry the CPPCC CPPCC uh, these demographic policies also did you just play barbecue massage yeah I did oh, I just saw it late <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw it yeah I did yeah I did why sneak that in there why not you know? yeah, why not? Yeah. these demographic policies all seem so slapdash and myopic and you're absolutely correct that's what we've been saying since day one yeah definitely ancient China is very different to modern day oh, China yeah. and you have to understand that uh, the communist party of China is just a, a mafia really I'd be honest with you I think a lot of this comes from do-gooder like academics mm. and i love academics by the way but china academics in particular like western china academics that like to delve into this rich history when they go to china and find that nobody even knows what they're talking about yeah. and then they're like well but actually this is how it works they're actually thinking very long term so you might see some shortcomings like lack of water quality or hygiene but actually what that means is they're prepping for a long term in their mind they've that. got these like historical yeah. ink paintings yes. and a a peach someone so in a robe still be like that. in a robe is like right. making a poem about something and that's not china china no. is like we will kill you and your babies if you step out of line right that's what the chinese we, government is and this became a problem because we let it fester for too long yeah you know? anyway uh koala 1203 if mr water cooler said that it's the quality of the population that matters instead of the quantity yeah i'll find him he's here somewhere this guy uh, by that logic, does that mean Australia has a higher quality population than China, or should I say a higher quality? Co oh, quality, nice. very nice. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna give him a nice. Yes. Uh, shout out to Jonty, we love him. Mm -hmm. uh, Kane Forbes got offered a 12-week contract in China yesterday. Sadly, I think we artists need to take a similar stand to Israel and not go to due, due to human rights. Um, you absolutely shouldn't. Like, if you have the means, don't don't go and contribute mm -hmm. to the economy if China is going to treat people like this right now. Yeah, and it's also just, uh, say as an artist, yeah, uh, you're going to be stifled anyway. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mohammed says, the 6G PLA fighter is literally from AC7, a Japanese, uh, Ace Combat 7, yeah. a Japanese video game that is based on basically anime with fighter jets. You should try it, Sea Milk. It's on the consoles. Winston's yeah. currently playing it right now. Yeah, I'm playing it on, <laughs> on my Steam Deck. It was on sale on Steam for like $8.99, so yes. I was like, why not? I'm more I like of a, Ace Combat. I'm more of a, I like Ace Combat, actually. Mm. I'm more of a mech wanker. Sure. I have been a closeted mech lover, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, I've always been like, I don't like that mech stuff, but I keep thinking of all these games. I just finished Front Mission. I keep thinking of all these games that I really like that are mechs. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. <laughs> you Sometimes know you don't even know yourself. What was that one where you, where you build your own and then you fight against each other? Um don't know. What is it? That one on PS1. 
Armor Core. <laughs> oh, I used yeah. I yeah. love that. Sure. Used to play the shit out of MechWarrior, even though I didn't really figure it out. Yeah. Uh, I love Front Mission. I like Robot Alchemic Drive. I, yeah. I guess I like giant robots, and I've always been too ashamed to admit it. Sure. Nothing wrong with that. I love uh, Macross as one of my favorite series. Nice to watch Macross. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Melville, thank you very much. RCKMPS says, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, RCMKPS. Thank you, Winston, for posting the women's poster despite the backlash. You had a very tender point, obviously. Matt, congrats on the 908,000 subscribers getting close to 1 million every yep, day. Thank you million. very much. If you haven't subscribed to Lao86, please head on over. And please go to the description and click my video in a new tab. I need it real bad. Yep. You need to get the performance up on that one. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Koa Bell. Uh, hit that thumbs up button under the video, everyone. Yeah, That's come on, you gotta work, like guys. it at least for the background today. Not not a not a Puritan like myself. Not a God fearing man as myself. God's in the chat right now, by the way. I had to stand there cringe on the street filming this stuff. So just you know, for my secondhand embarrassment Cr- standing cringe. there. Dude, you wanna stand cringe. in public so filming like, something <laughs> like that? Nonsense. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, it was one of the most annoying things because all these pimps get kept coming I know, to like me. it's yeah, it was really bad. And they they were saying some very disgusting I things. I know you told me that would have made me blush and I'd run away. I was like, shut up. Because they're yeah. used to the foreigners that hang out there. Sure. You know, they're, they're like, used yeah, to... they're only here for that. And you're like, yeah. please go away. I'm filming. <laughs> You know, they don't, <laughs> they don't realize that I've been living in China for, you know, like 13 plus years or whatever at that point. Yes. And uh, they're coming talking to me as if I'm some like disgusting sex pet foreigners just, you know, landed in a plane. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. Sure. Uh, Slava Ukraini, thank you very much for the gifts. Oh, son of a snapper. You got it? It's snapping again. All right. Okay, we're back. Jim Flagg, thank you very much for the gifts. Chippy Weiss, very surprised that Mongolia was involved in this. Yeah, there are. Unfortunately, Mongolia is in a really weird predicament. I actually follow geopolitics of Mongolia quite a bit. They're between Russia. They're a a functioning democracy, a free country, Mm -hmm. in between Russia and China, sandwiched. Yeah, Yeah, it's a very bad place to be. (laughs) Very, very bad place to be. Rich in rare earths. Rich in everything. They have to trade with both countries or they're screwed. That's right. Uh, It's such a bad predicament to be in. Mm. Selwood, thank you very much. David Lopan says, I like space. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> space is awesome. <laughs> yeah. You could probably get a moon from that. Oh, you think so? Come on. You can get a moon for that. Uh, Predcon 1, that frog ate the bugs and look what happened. Yeah. Mark it's preposterous. Mark Percy Milk's legs stayed for Winston. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> okay. it. Yeah, my legs in the thumbnail. <laughs> Those are your, your that legs? Was, that was a rumor going around. It wasn't yeah. not my legs. Also, that's not an AI image. I don't know why people were saying that's that. I think people real. are getting tainted by this so much AI out there. Yeah, it sucks. It's a it, real photo. It is getting to a point where you're not going to be able to tell the difference, though. That's true. I, I kind of hate that, to be honest. Me too. I like real the real world, especially with pure aspects of things. Like I was against the thumbnail. I said, no, we should have like a building. No, you saved that thumbnail for a long time. <laughs> you were like, I've got to use this someday. You have it in your special little... No, it was in yours. No, it was in your special collection of no. dodgy shit. No. <laughs> well, it's 1203 yeah. says, I wonder if a frog full of cockroaches is the same frog they got pissed on that said, ooh, hey, Oh, this guy. one? <laughs> that guy, that frog looks awfully skinny. Yeah, I think it is the same frog. Probably post P. Yeah, yo, and he had to go eat the roaches afterwards, and then he got big. See, what I think is that I got pissed on. Yeah. And it was blinded by the piss. Blinded by the <laughs> sure. piss. Walking around, it's like, oh, I'm so hungry, I can't find food anymore, and just starts eating roaches out of a glue trap, like yeah, you said. Yeah, yeah. Belly full of roaches. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, it, you're in a bowl. Yeah, that's how it works. Uh, Jay the Earp says, my state just banned TikTok. Curious to see how this plays out. Props to your state. Erica Goldberg, I'd Good. rather have the background of the clam man in it. <laughs> 
Yeah, think about the ladies here. Erica <laughs> makes a point. Why does she want to watch these exercise teachers? Yeah, you know, it's not fair. I, I'm to be honest, Erica. I'm going to completely discount your opinion because you just asked for Clam Man in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you'd want that. <laughs> Clam Man no one would is want like that. such a disgusting human being. <laughs> I can't stand that guy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So says stuff Grenouille Frog. Mm-hmm. A-, a la she novel cuisine <laughs> yeah exactly uh marley analytics says marley analytics says i've enjoyed my royal enfield classic good beginner bike fifty thousand mm. dollar ferrari is more like harley is more like a ferrari yeah, yeah. no the 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 enfields are cool they look yeah. they look epic they're very unreliable but they're easy to fix so well, it's, it's because, you know, you've got something from like back in like 1910 yeah, or whatever. it's like mad old. That right? was then just copied by Indian factories and kept going. So you're not, sure. you're talking oh, about it. Sold. A, what do you mean? It was sold to Indian factories. Yeah, yeah. yeah so what I'm copied. saying is, no, no, it's not copied. Yeah. It was continued by Indian yeah. factories. So what you've got is, it's not the fault of the Indian factories. No, it's just old It's there. the fact that you're using something that was like designed back before anyone was alive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Literally, anyone yeah. was alive. No one's alive now that was around when, when it, it was designed. Out. Yeah. Designed. So, you know, it's a very old bike, it but is. it's very cool looking as a result. Cool. It's very classic. And We're I, fans. Lo- I love them. Yeah. I like Indian, Indian uh, Royal Enfields. I think it was cool that they kept it going, to be honest. Yeah. I like the old tech. You know, they're very weird. Like the gear shifters on the wrong side and it all is. that weird stuff. That would be really trippy to get used to. Imagine you're trying to brake, but you like downshift. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> or the other way around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Bobby Johnson, please, please add my eyes soundtrack from uh, soundbite from SpongeBob. No SpongeBob soundbites allowed no. on this show. No, that's not what we're about no. here. No. no. We can get something else. I'll give you this. Now, would you like me to be the cat? <laughs> He's no cat. Yeah. Uh, China Secret Police. Would you like? Uh, would you like to come over for so-called donuts? That would actually be tea, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Javier Blanco just finished watching Serpents Day, going into the coffee shop in Vietnam. Oh, that was funny. Oh, that holy yeah. crap! Don't yeah, that spoil was, it. That was Go check it yeah. Out. That was on ADV China, right? Yeah. So Go watch ADV wow. China and you'll find it. Oh, yeah, just, video too. yeah, just just go to ADV China and find yeah. it. There are thousands of freaking hours of video there. Yeah, holy crap. Go through that. How many years has that been going for? Years and years. I can't believe yeah. it's still going. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> I can't believe it's still going. Of course it's still going. We've, I mean, we still... Yeah, we've yeah, got we a like lot one of... one video a month or something. Yeah, we still get a lot of unreleased footage. Yeah. That's the thing. So. Oh, in old episodes that we yeah. didn't release. Yeah. Uh, Jim Flagg gifted one China show membership. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks. Scott Bain, thank you very much. Koala1203 said, can I get a passport douche? I'm too young to die soundbite, potentially. And yes. you probably go get it on my new video. Go check out Lao86, my new video. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anu Batan says, AI is the future. What is the future? Oh, I've got it over here. I got it right over here. You know, by the way, we've got a fantastic uh, segment. Yeah, we pretty much. Yeah, we didn't have time for it today, but we've got this whole thing where we unmask pretty much the Sarah AI because we actually see how it's done. It's pretty epic. Uh, were you talking about the new one that we found, though? We found a new digital presenter. Yes. 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 So you'll Oh, see. yeah, that's what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Can you actually, because yeah. they're like, this is a digital presenter, and they, they pretend like it's AI again, but then at the end, they actually, like, the mask slips, and you see how they did it. So we've got that coming. Yes. Next week. Yes. They're not going to be happy about that one. No, I think no. China will take a big dip in their AI investment. <laughs> yep, that's for sure. <laughs> they put it out there, though. They're it's so on d- Chinese yeah, state so media. Dumb. So dumb. Uh, AI yeah. is the future. Anyway, Mbag says, please forward the 5G to the lady in the background. 
Okay, sure. Okay, oh, by well. the way, you know we haven't talked about for a while? Hey, hey, what's that? Oh, that's true. That'll come, good out, that'll come out. You know, he's being funded again to do more yeah, like there's actually, research. Uh, uh, yeah, there was a lot of outrage around that. And so I, I started to do some research. And it does come with a lot of caveats. So if we're going to cover it, we'll cover it you know, okay. in depth. So, what like, kind of caveat? Like, if you do this, don't let it escape again next time. No, not not dealing with new mm. viruses, trying to find, you know, the, the pathways to how it came about in the first place. Maybe they just said... And it can only use existing research. Yeah. You can't find new research on it. Maybe they should get him to. Him. I will not cover up a, a yeah. lab leak yeah. a thousand times on a on a on a blackboard somewhere. You know, like that's what his task to do now. So we don't have to cover it in the future. <laughs> I can just say basically yeah. it, the the new grant is finish your research with the stuff that's already there. You're yeah. not allowed to get new stuff, and you're not allowed to do the dangerous stuff. You okay. Understand? It's to finish what was started. Finish. Basically. Okay. Finish yeah. what was started. Yeah. Finish what you started. <laughs> and then the people involved yeah obviously. exactly anyway um shall we end this and see you on monday absolutely yeah. uh, for those of you who are going to catch us on shaban ho we're really looking forward to seeing you on monday for those of you who sat through this q a section we love you very much thank mm -hmm. you very much for participating in this very important uh, conversation yes. that we have every week seriously Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting us. And uh, we can't wait to see you in the next one. So until then, you know the drill. As always, stay awesome. And I'm not going to cut myself off. Let's count it down. Five.